Oh, that wake you up? What's happening, guys? Going live again. How's everybody doing? I feel like I'm a little blurred, but I think I'm all right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Patreon streams, where we talk to the Patreon, the Film Junkie Patreon community, which I'll be posting the link in just a little bit. Let me make sure I get all that ready to go. All right, so... How's everybody doing? Hey, Sunday, but for a lot of us, we don't have to go, uh, go to work tomorrow, which is great. I don't have to work tomorrow. Um, I get to finish the ho hopefully finish off Stranger Things season four. That's what I'm hoping to do. Maybe after this, I'll be watching another episode, but, uh, you know, I've, I'm already starting to see people, you know, because, you know, people that can't hold back. People are already starting to be like, hey, let's start talking about stuff. So I got to be careful when uh, looking at Twitter because I think some people are going to start uh, start doing some spoilery stuff here. So hopefully not. So hopefully I don't get anything spoiled, but, you know, it does happen. So, But anyways, how's everybody doing? Huh? It was worth the wait. Definitely was. Definitely was. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you gotta, you know, Tom Cruise, man, gotta realize that guy, he knew that we had to see this on the uh, big screen. What's going on, Jason? What's going on, Abel? We got Jesse. Yeah. Howdy, howdy, Stephanie, how's it going? Uh, that's fine. I know. It's great. You know, I mean, we, you were on the Batman stream. That's fine. It's got, we got Nighthawk here. How's it going, Steph? What's going on, Niner fam? We got Mama Film Junkie here as well. Hey, Ben Affleck's double chin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, how do you feel about Jock Peterson getting slapped? Yeah, I didn't even know about that till I had lunch with my mom. You know, this is what's funny about that is like, um, I, I was I was listening to the uh, the game today, which thank God the freaking Giants won. They almost got swept by the worst team in baseball. Giants are struggling a little bit. It's like they do so well. They'll go on like a winning streak and just everything is just firing on all cylinders. And then all of a sudden they just can't freaking ugh. they just start shitting the bed. And I was like going, oh, yeah, they're playing the Reds, right? They're playing the Reds. Should be an easy sweep. And then they'll lose the first two games to the Reds. I'm like, good Lord. But I, but when I was listening to the game today, um, it was only on radio. It was only on radio um, because I guess it was like broadcasting on Peacock or something like that. And the commentator, uh, Mr. Fleming, was like going, yeah, this has been a weird week in a baseball, especially with that first, uh, you know, the start of the altercation with Jock Peterson. And I went, altercation? No idea what it was, but then... Um, when I had lunch with my mom, she told me about it. And yeah, I saw the, uh, the video and everything. Um, I mean, I like Jock Peterson. I, I think it had something to do. I mean, they explained it. I, I didn't see all the potion, but fuck that asshole fam, whoever the hell he just seems like a dick. He just seems like a dick. Okay. And apparently it had something to do with uh, fantasy football and money on the line or whatever the hell something happened. I, and then uh, something that Jock Peterson posted when that, when fam, that fam guy was on the Padres or whatever the hell it was, um, yeah, see what Mama Film Junkie has to say. Yeah, that guy just seems like an asshole. He seems like an arrogant prick, you know. And uh, you're just gonna walk up to somebody and just slap them. I mean, is this? And I, and of course, we all is this. Uh, is this a little residuals after the whole, uh, 
after the whole Will Smith slap or something like that. I don't know. The shoe were on the other foot. There'd be mass protests. Yeah. Oh, because John, because Jock's white. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's all pretty crazy. Like what the hell, man? That's just very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Was mad about. Yeah. He was mad about. Dude was mad about fantasy football, funny gif, a 20,000 5K, and he's making seven million. Yeah. And I saw, I read a quote too when he talks about, I guess he's like, he tries to act like this stud when he's like in Vegas and he's gambling. It's like, the guy sounds like a dick. That guy sounds like a douche. And from what I gathered, you know, it seems like everybody likes Chuck Peterson. He's a big goofball, great player too. He's been on a hot streak lately for the Giants. So I don't, yeah, uh, I, that was weird, but, uh, thank you for the, for the super chat there. Ben Affleck's a dumb shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. You know, I guess we'll see. But anyways, I know. Is Jose going to show his face? Is he going to show his face? All right. I'm about to, uh, I'm about to post it. So, all right. Make sure that's good. All right. Posting it on Patreon meow right now. Okay. So we should be good. Should be good. Should be good. Should be good. All right. All right. So look for the link. Just posted it. Make sure it did. Did it post? Should have posted. Yeah. Yeah, it posted. All right. We're good. <sighs> All right. You're back. We're back. Yeah. Chalk is a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Like I couldn't, like, I, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about that. I thought that was like, wow, that's pretty interesting right there. So, yeah, if uh, Jose shows up, he's got to twerk for everybody. It's the rules, man. You keep on wanting me to do it. Now it's me. All right, so let's bring on some of the Patreon fam. We got Mr. Eric Blake. We also got Mr. Philip Barker. What is up, guys? Howdy, howdy, ho, Mr. Dave. How's it going, man? How you doing? I got out of Top Gun Maverick earlier today. Oh, enjoy it? <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> what a what an experience, right? Yeah, very much an experience. Yeah, indeed. Nice shirt too, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, Eric? Uh, pretty good. You know, I'm um, I, as I've said this before, but um, but I'm treating, I'm gonna be treating Dad to a uh, Top Gun Maverick for Father's Day. So nice. It's a good Father's Day movie. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I, I made the joke too. It was like, man, I mean, when I went to uh, on Thursday, it just was like, yeah, there's this is a dad movie. This is a dad movie. I wish I could have saw it with my dad, to be honest. Because uh, he's a, you know, he's a helicopter pilot, but you know, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I wish I could have uh, saw it with him, but, um, um, but yeah, it's definitely that. That's, that's a good one. You know, and I would not be surprised when it's Father's Day. Come, it's, uh, it's like two weeks from now, I think. Yeah. Three weeks from I wouldn't now. be surprised if we see like an uptick in the box office of, of this, of Top Gun Maverick just for that weekend. I, 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 I I'm kind of curious to see how many more people go that day and like, I'm going to take that or something like that. That's, that's going to be an interesting little, uh, thing that we see. That is Sunday, June 19th. Yeah. There you go. Year. It's already at a quarter of a billion, right? So. Is it at a quarter? Yeah, it's right. It is. I think it opened 124 million just as of today. I think. Yeah, I think worldwide it's at 246 or something like that. Something like 248. I think it's tied with yeah. the Batman. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's just, it's nice. It's nice for a, a 
a movie, a sequel to a movie that came out, you know, 30 something years ago, not a superhero, ago. not a superhero flick, not, you know, it's just nice to see something different. That's getting a lot of buzz and a lot of box office. So it's good. Like many years down the line sequels as good from what we were all hearing. Yeah. Uh, your mic's a little low there, Eric, too. So if you have any way of kind of turning that up a little bit, it is just a little bit low. I know sometimes it could be part of the stream, but hopefully we can get it a little bit better. And we also got, hey, we got Jacob right here. Tina, she's bitch and cancel day. We say her name wrong, right? What is it? Tanache. Sorry, Tanache. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Damn, bro, I you spoke. really grew your hair out. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, nice fro. Um, also, I was gonna put hashtag watch X, which I have right here. And yeah. I, I imagine you should <laughs> go right. and watch it. I know you keep on telling me I gotta watch X. Gotta yeah. I will, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. I hear great things about it, of course. Heard good things about men too. The latest day oh. four joint. <laughs> I mean it's uh, you saw men, you saw men, right, Jacob? Yeah. Okay, what did you think? Don't I mean we don't say anything. Don't say any like spoiler. I think it was well made. Yeah. And this, I was invested in the story until uh, the last twenty minutes. You lost me. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Well, the last twenty minutes. The last twenty minutes. Oof, I mean, I was squirmish. I was like, holy shit! Like, I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, watch it just for that. I mean, what I said in my little you know review is like it. it it's like walking out of mother. It's like walking out of hereditary or uh midsummer where you just go, Oh, that was something. And it's all, all those movies are very well made. It's the, it's uh, the directors at their top of their game, but it's just what they're showing you. You just were, you just, it's just, okay, I'll revisit this one day, but not anytime soon. It's Cause it's just, it's just kind of traumatizing what you yeah. see. Yeah, yeah I, I was traumatized by Midsummer for a minute. Yes. That one, yeah. yeah, that one ends, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." It's so there you go. That's that yeah. one. Yeah, I like that, by the way. better. It's a little bit better. I don't know. It's a little, it's still a little kind of low. I don't know if it's uh, the streamer, your stream, or something like that. But hopefully, it should be all right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd still say see it. It's still like 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 Jacob said, very well made. It's Alex Garland. He's oh, always he's yeah. always fantastic. But yeah, I'm telling you, the last 20 minutes, you, you just, when you start kind of going, okay, figuring out like, oh yeah, there's th this is happening like this, which is interesting. Where's this gonna go? And then where it goes, you just go, holy shit! I mean, I walked out going, how did this not get an NC-17? <laughs> That's how it gets when it comes to graphic things yeah so but hey anyways still check it out but yeah it's not one of those that you're gonna want to watch you know again right away just yeah. saying <laughs> yeah. but you saw top gun also jacob oh no i got and i got invited to see it <laughs> and they said uh friday or thursday and then i didn't hear anything mm. But uh, I guess they're um, looking for a job right now. So, yeah. and then they'll let me know. They told me not to watch it yet and wait for them. Okay. See, you always give me crap about I know. You know, not seeing some of these. You didn't need to see Top Gun. And, so. and I, did, I did give you crap about it because I said I was going to watch Top Gun before you. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> yeah. And that didn't happen. So, uh, yep. 
Have you guys seen uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent? Oh, what man? See, you're over two now. <laughs> so good. If you're a Nicholas Cage fan. Oh, that was well worth it. Yeah. I love did that. You movie. see it, Eric? You didn't see it, did you, Eric? By the way, am I good now? I think you're good. I think it's just when you start first talking, it starts off a little low and then it gets it gets to the point where we can hear you pretty good. I was fiddling with the settings for, you know, StreamYard for me and uh, and, uh, and it had it on, you know, automatic volume for the mic okay. and I I turned it to max. No, it sounds good now. It sounds good now. It sounds better than it was. But no, yeah, if you haven't seen the massive talent do yeah. yourself a favor when it first comes out. I mean, it's just I mean, it's surprisingly good because not only is Nicolas Cage all, always, you know, fantastic, but Pedro Pascal, man, yeah. uh, the chemistry oh, that yeah. they had and like how funny he is. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what also helps helps that movie is the fact that they have such great chemistry together. And Pedro Pascal is just he's just funny as all hell in that movie. So they but uh, do another movie again ASAP. Yeah, some something, something, something. With, uh, yeah, something. Have him, have him show up in Mandalorian. Have Nicolas Cage make a cameo in the Mandalorian. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. I think that I think you're onto something right there. I mean, we're, I think we're gonna hopefully have a Nicolas Cage assance. I guess you could say. Where, hey, let's 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 get Nicolas Cage. I mean, obviously they're talking about a National Treasure three. Um, I remember seeing, reading some kind of headline that apparently they are, in fact, I guess they were working on a series and Nicolas Cage wasn't involved with the series, but they're also working on a sequel that will also. Movie, and, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't have I mean, you have to have Nicolas Cage in that. I mean, oh, he was a star. Sure to have John Boyd, because I'm just concerned that they might, you know, not have him because, you know, he played his dad, right? Yeah, yeah, he's his dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's the dad. It's just like I'm just concerned over whether or not you know Hollywood would want to you know push him aside because of his politics. But you know, as long as yeah, we'll see what happens. But or they yeah, they might just be like, oh, he passed away or something like that. I don't know. Well, if they do, then I'm gonna seriously, seriously, he's still alive, you idiots. <laughs> Anyways, what do you got there? All right, okay, Dave, I DM'd you a little something for this, but it called that up. That's going to be the punchline, but. What I've been setting this up today that I'm going to have something far more horrifying than than a pineapple pizza. And see if you can figure out what this is. Uh, let's see. Soiling. Okay, so when you yeah, I saw your tweet and when I yep. saw, you know, uh Charlton Heston, I was like, What are you gonna be drinking people on this thing, Eric? What are you doing? I know, uh, I know the Sterling Green are people. They're people, yeah. Yes, yes, that's the punchline. Because really, this is the thing. The the, the, the makers of this um, ready-to-drink, like this meal supplement uh, shake, is you know that they're Charlton Heston fans. So they said, hey, we're going to do a soy kind of, soy milk kind of. So let's call it soy milk. And then eventually do a milk chocolate version so we'll just continue the joke. And for those of you in the chat who have no idea what the joke is, hold the clip. <laughs> All right. Here's the clip right here. Um, let me see. Make sure I got this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been like uh, parodies and, you know, you name a family guy, anything that parody stuff. You've, you've heard it probably before. Yeah. But yeah, this is the clip right here. It's yeah. people. It's people. 
Soylent Green made out of people. Only Charlton Heston could say it like that. Soylent Green is people! There you go. Charlton Heston, everybody. And they're such fans of it that when they released this version, they made a commercial about it with the line. Did they really? Yeah. Soylent Green is flat! It's like, it's the joke. It's just so great. Anyway, so what is, what is it exactly? Is it just this? It's basically like it's a soy milk type product. Uh, sort oh, of, okay. it's, it's a it's one of those like meal replacement supplement shakes. But it's like oh, okay. I usually I usually do slim fast because you know I'm working on you know working it out, working it off. But um, but you know I just when I saw this that this was for real, I was like you know what I so got to do this for the vodka stream. So anyway. There you go. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. But uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously we were, I mean, I just, I named, you know, the, the stream Need for Speed, but you know, we're not going to like, we don't have to talk too much, but I mean, we already pretty much kind of talked about Top Gun Maverick and how great and, you know, I'm curious to see what the box office numbers are tomorrow morning since Same. we have the extended weekend. And uh, like I said, I'm also curious though in two weeks and see if it gets an uptick for Father's Day. Because that's also, you know, that I, I just have a feeling that we're going to see like a weird like uptick when it comes to that. It's going to have legs. I just wonder, do you guys think that it might reach a billion? Oh. I have full confidence it's going it's to reach a billion yeah, dollars. Quarter, so. it's mm-hmm. a quarter of a billion. B, yeah. you expect it to, you know, to have an uptick around Father's Day. C, it'll have legs. And yeah. D, Tom Cruise still has some star power, not as much as he used to because mummy, but put all that together. You forgot one. Jennifer Conley. Yeah. <laughs> <Really? Okay. laughs> and you know, what's funny. Like, okay. So I was actually, I had, you know, top gun. I was watching it today. Her character is mentioned in the first top gun movie. And I didn't yes. even catch it. I did not even catch it. They mentioned her twice. Yes. Yes. Wait, yeah. he was the one that he, she was the Admiral's daughter. Isn't Yes. yes. There you yeah. go. Oh. Didn't even put it together. Did not even put it together until like they, you know, in the opening oh, scene, they they mentioned the name, yeah. and I was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. Yeah, because like I think like you said in your review, and other people said in the review that she's a different character from Kelly McGillis's character. Like she's not Charlie. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, that was such a missed opportunity. If you can't have Kelly McGillis, maybe just have another actress who could fill in the role. But, I actually prefer Jennifer Connelly's Penny to McGillis's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good. Yeah, because it's way Jennifer better. They have the character that he referenced in the first movie. Yeah, now it. it yeah. So yeah, if you're wondering, I mean, I because I just thought like, oh, they just kind of, you know, oh, they're just gonna have this love interest because they need her love interest, but. Yeah, not even realizing until I, you know, watching Top Gun today, I was like, oh, it's the Penny. Yeah, they mentioned her twice. I was like, I did not even know that. I was like, I, yeah, because I, I didn't, I didn't watch Top Gun before I saw Top Gun. Well, no, I, no, I didn't watch Top Gun. Like, actually, sit down and like watch Top Gun before, um, before uh, I saw Top Gun Maverick. But yeah, I just so yeah, totally That's exactly what I did. I watched yeah. Top Gun prior to literally yeah. my showing of Maverick, and so everything just right. clicked, yeah. flowed I, I, so well. Yeah, I've, I've already seen the first movie like so many times, a million times already, mainly yeah. because it was one of my dad's favorite movies since its release. So he just, 
because back when Blockbuster was still a thing, we would borrow that movie over and over and over and watch it. And when it came out on DVD, I made sure to buy it. You know, he and I would see it again. What what you should do is don't don't mention don't mention who who the who Jennifer Connelly is and see if he see if he uh, figures it out see if he yep. figures it out yeah yeah but I think yeah he's definitely gonna enjoy it and I thought all the callbacks were great it wasn't overly done I was kind of wondering like oh how are they gonna handle some callbacks and I thought they did a really great job with the callbacks. I thought it wasn't like, didn't take away from the current story. And, you know, it wasn't, I mean, obviously they have a scene where, yeah, they're going to be all shirtless and oiled up on the beach, but you know, it's different and it makes sense with the story. And yep, uh, wasn't just like, Oh, we got to have a scene where they, you know, they're doing something or something, but it made sense with what they were actually doing. But, but man, that, that final act. Dude. Going back to the volleyball. The funny thing is, if you pay attention to the lyrics for the original song playing with the boys, if you pay attention to the lyrics, it's a guy team versus a girl team. Oh. The fact that Top Gun 2 has girl fighter, has women fighter pilots, suddenly it fits. I mean, yeah, I was wondering if there was going to be more female fighter pilots, but apparently, yeah, it's, yeah one. She's she's, she's awesome. One Phoenix, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like her name too. Her call sign. I really love that Maverick was in the position that Scarrett's character was in the yes. first film. Now he's essentially become Viper. Yeah, and exactly, dude. When I was first saw the when I was seeing the first movie, you know, the last time I saw the first movie, and I was thinking about how it could set up the second movie and i was thinking about you know and this is before you know i kind of i, I kind of accepted that you know that if he if val kilmer was going to be in the movie he wouldn't have much of a role but because of his of his injuries and so on but look there is such a parallel between um viper and jester and maverick and iceman because because jester was was more like the straight lace you know you, these are the rules, kid. You got to follow them. Whereas Viper is the more, more easygoing, laid back, and he's more open. To so I could see, you know, in his later years, Maverick being another Viper and yeah. Jester. Yeah, for sure. And the way that they, you know, the way that they uh, bring back Val Kilmer, I mean, I won't, you know, we won't say anything like anything too detailed, but, you know, that they did it in a great way. They really did it in a great way where it's just. You know, if you're a fan of the movie, I mean, I teared up um, twice, I think, when it came to the, um, this whole movie, where it's just just because of stuff that happened, you're just like, oh, especially like, again, that final act. When it's essentially, I mean, they're going on a crazy mission that they're preparing for. And Jesus Christ, <laughs> you, oh, like just watch that, it on I, the big screen. Oh. I, think, I think that's probably one of the strongest elements of it was that this time around for this film, the mission itself was very high stakes high stakes poignant very very much it drove the movie in a way that i don't think the first film necessarily had because the first film was a lot more about being top gun whereas this is more so what you're brought into top gun for yeah the central yeah. battle in the first one was, it was just like the final battle in the first one it was just well look it's it's the cold war so of yeah. course it's uh, it's the the fires like versus the Russians, and it just happened. And the the battle final battle happens to happen. It's like it was like well, there had to be a final test for him, but it's not like it was part of the central plot point necessarily. 
it's more of the emotion his emotional arc as he's recovering from goose's death but it's not it the the battle itself was not part of the plot yeah it wasn't it was all about top gun and the whole that whole thing you know right but but this one is like, oh, yeah, you guys have to do some crazy shit. And, and, you know, it's funny, too, because after, you know, watching it and then watching and having Top Gun on today, I mean, it does make a difference because obviously when they were filming all the cockpit stuff that was on a stage and it was like whatever. Man, when you watch and I mean, everything is like actually they're up in the air and doing a lot of stuff. It adds an element to it because you could see the G forces pulling their faces and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. It's not just like all willy nilly where they could just like, Oh, looking around and just being like, I mean, you feel the G forces you really do in this movie. And I think that's, you know, that's what Tom Cruise and, and company really wanted to emphasize was like, all right, we're not going to be doing the whole, I mean, maybe they did a couple little things where it was on a soundstage and whatever the hell, but they were like, no, we're going to, we're going to put every actor up into an actual jet and just, you know, just pull their fucking, <laughs> pull their balls out of their goddamn ankle. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, it was, hey, we got Champagne Pepe. What's going on there, Jose? course hiding behind his you don't even have an icon up yeah i don't know what's going on with this thing i've been struggling Uh, my picture doesn't show up i don't know what's going on since your account name is champagne pepe you could do the frog as you have the what the what the frog you don't know the meme oh the frog the frog man the pepe frog (laughs) you might as well I don't know how that frog became a, like a right wing thing. Like, <laughs> Neither does that. the creator. The creator I, doesn't know, I know either. Right? I love the frog. Yeah, all it was was he was the basically of the mosque. The, the he became the mascot of 4chan for the longest time, and then with the 4chan, um, which were 4chan users all went use him, like say, hey, you know, Trump Pepe tw- uh, 2016, and so on. So. That, pretty much went into that that's what happened that's what happened so, we also got william right here who is walking what, what, are you, what are you walking around your weed farm what's going on <laughs> yeah this is the world's <laughs> largest weed lab. farm ever yeah. since it was legalized this has been my dream yeah. <laughs> and uh now that it's out you know now i figured i'd chime in and say hi this is this is the only time we get to be together dave since you played <laughs> Um, I dude, I mean Fridays are hard. I I am gonna try to make your your stream one of these days, but Fridays can be hard. It yeah. can be hard, you know. And I'm sorry like, that I didn't make it, uh, but I'll I'll uh, I'll try my best, William. I'm sorry. I figure it's like fishing. I'll send out the line. One of these days, I'll get a bite. That's pretty much what you gotta do, <laughs> you know. I mean, one of these days, I'll. You got weed. I got soylent green, and you know, but what I heard, flavor. Technically, soylent green is people, so that's actually homicide. So yeah, exactly. The person, so I don't know. Yeah, I wonder how many people know that. Their spokesperson is Army Hammer. There it is. Oh God, oh man. I'm curious about that documentary that's coming out about him and his family. Man, five generations. What the fuck? Five generations? Like, how evil is the Hammer family? I mean, it's just, I mean, it's shit. I mean, it's just like reminding me of like, just like, wait, how deep is, what? Yeah. How far down does that rabbit hole go? I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I knew he was loaded. I I knew he had like a family who was like loaded already. And it's like, but like, he didn't even have to act. You what? 
I said, I'm calling it right now. There's going to be some Nazis in their family. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I know. All we find they out change their name. They change their German name to Hammer or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Hammerstein or Hammerstein? I don't know. That was almost Batman. I'm really glad that didn't happen now. Nice. <laughs> On two Not different occasions, too. We, we dodged a bullet with that. I mean, he was cast as he was cast as Batman, of course, in George Miller's Justice League, right. which I still want to see more. I want to see what he actually looked like in that bat suit. I mean, I, I know we got the group shot, which you know just looked like Axel, what's his name's uh, version of Justice League, looked like the porn oh, version. Alex of Ross, Justice League. Alex, yeah, no, not Ross, no, no. the porn no. guy, Axel. Oh, something. oh yeah, Axel, yeah, yeah. Axel right, yeah. I can't remember his last name. I think that's but, uh, Ross. Well, we'll was say- it Axel Ross? Yeah. Ron. Ron. Axel Ron? No. Hold on. Let no. me Google it really quick. Let me check yeah, my collection. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. I my... think they're yeah. doing a documentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jose's got a tab open already. Hold with, on. Like, Let me I got a history. Axel Braun. Axel Braun. That's Axel what it is. Braun. Axel Braun. Yes. Yeah. That's what that's what that group shot kind of looked like. But I still want to know like what but then apparently from what I remember before, you know, Pattinson got not cast. I heard Army Hammer was also on the short list of that one too, which I was actually supporting. I was going, yeah, I could see Army Hammer. Mario Francisco Robles and I actually had a conversation about this and he clarified that it was kind of up in the air of whether or not he was going to be in for the Batman or as opposed going to be the replacement for Ben Affleck. It wasn't quite quite decided which one it was. But then obviously they went down the route with putting Keaton in the Flash and, you know, putting Pattinson off in his own universe. You're absolutely correct because uh, um, uh, one of the guys I talked to who works in the biz, he was the one that was telling me about that, mm-hmm. and he wasn't sure either if it was like, is this supposed to be like for you know? Because I think it was all before we knew that Matt Reeves was going a different route, and I kept on backing up. I see Army Hammer being a young Batfleck. Can anybody else at least a little bit? You know, maybe he put some contacts in his eyes where they're not blue. Um, you know, it could work. You know, or something. So, like even more so, like Robert Pattinson, even more so, like could have been like a young Ben Affleck too. Like, it's just, but his, but he, he's got a very distinct nose. Yes, <laughs> Robert Pattinson does. There you know, some, and, there were some people really holding, holding, holding out hope for that. Huh? Even when oh, they were. The, even yeah. when the behind-the-scenes footage showed had like the the goons with like iPhones, no, 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 it could still be it could still be a young Netflix, even though it's an <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> well, like yeah, the, talk I know. Was, uh, the talk was that that was like not being filmed or something that there's just the actors or something having it, but that still was a little odd because why would they do that on the set when they even be allowed to? Yeah, yeah, it was all. I mean, I, that was a weird. That was a weird like. Uh, moment when it came to everything because we're all we all had high hopes that oh man i mean talk about a perfect director to to to, to take on a batman movie with ben affleck uh, we were calling just kind of wondering we're all just kind of hoping for it we're all just kind of you know and but you know when it transitioned to the fact that he wanted to do something on his own it made more sense because i, I mean i always loved matt reeves words saying that's what ben wanted to do it was great but that was what he wanted to do. I right. wanted to do something different. I don't want to take his idea and make it my own. I want to do my own version, what I think is uh, great about it. And, uh, you know, but he still praised what Ben Affleck wrote. And I'm like, I just want to read that da- goddamn script. I don't know. She's <laughs> like, can we, can we get a leak or if, it, if it's not going to be, unless it's going to be an animated something, maybe, I don't know, or Ben decides to do it eventually. I don't know. 
can someone get Jay Oliva on the horn and just ask, <laughs> hey, can you do Batman versus Deathstroke in an animated movie form? And I don't know, kind of maybe take some elements of that script and work them in there. Maybe. Yes. No, That's... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said that no, because the Internet is not ready. Uh, we're not ready. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, I, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that that uh, Jay Leva is going to drop something else. Eventually, he'll drop something else, and then I'm just kind of hoping, like maybe he is like us. And if he's going, if Ben's flat out going, uh, I'm only if I'm going to come back as Batman, it's only going to be not big, not a starring role, you know. And I'm not going to do my Batman. But if like you know, Jay Leva is like hitting him up, like hey, and maybe if Warner, Bros. I mean, I, that's what I'm. I'm just saying that's what I just want. I want to see his story. I want to see that. And how awesome would it yeah. be if you had like a, a little mini series, um, Batman, Batfleck animated. You have Joe Mang voicing too. You have everybody coming back for the voices. It could be something. And, and, and of course, Jay Lee of directing it and, you know, handling an animation. That would be something. Fun. I mean, come on. I think Batman. Netflix is holding some kind of Shabbat in the upcoming like week or two for some upcoming stuff that they have. I'm kind of hoping they show off. Las Las Vegas, Army of the Dead, Las Vegas. I, I hope so too. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's called that. But uh, I mean, from what I gathered, I mean, I guess there was like problems with the animation studio they were using, so that's why we haven't heard any updates. Oh, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I think I mentioned that on Film Junkie Live earlier this week, or maybe the week before, where apparently, yeah, apparently something happened with the animation studio. I don't know if it was a bankruptcy or something. But that's why we haven't got any updates for that. I, I see. This is what sucks is like finally we have Zach in a nice happy spot at Netflix, and then we hear about all Netflix's problems. It's like, yeah, fuck, yeah. man. <laughs> but, like, oh man, the cash flow ain't there, and it's like, oh man, come on. You know, uh, get better by like telling you know, the employees to you know, knock it, like, hey, you know, knock it off. No more of the whole, you know, we're not going to, you know decline quality if it takes up what you want politically or and all that stuff no we're going to focus on better stuff for now, for now well on. i mean I, I think netflix is just now just going all right all right we put out a bunch of shit uh about 20 percent of it people liked <laughs> you know i mean it was i think they just kind of got over their heads because it's like they had like a library of all existing stuff but then at the same time they want I, it almost seems like they wanted to just replace it all with their own original stuff so they were just yep. green lighting every everything that came across their 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 desk it's like yeah green light that green light that green light that and it all just and then when it came i mean i, I how many times did you see like shows that you might have liked that got canceled yeah. and it was like, what the hell and then they were trying to save shows at one point but now they just keep on axing stuff and and that's why i keep on saying that zaslov coming into warner media he is trying to prevent that that's why he is running a super tight ship right now trying to save like what three billion dollars or whatever like, that's gonna work i think yeah. what zaslov is doing it sounds really sound it sounds mm -hmm. great but hbo max hbo and warner brothers there's a certain expectation you can't give me yard sale quality after you've already given me neiman marcus so there's only so much you can cut down and, <laughs> and do. You're still going to have to spend money on the things that matter. Now, you, what you want to do is green light stupid shit like Blue Beetle and... Here's the thing about Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle was already greenlit well before he even took helm of the ship. Yeah, so he, 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 he had, had zero say over axing that. 
if we had been over at the helm of that ship when that concept was on the table, will we be having that? Will we be yeah, having but then, but then, but then, William, we got the reveal, and everybody collectively went, Holy shit, look at that costume. I'm not saying like, Oh, that means the fucking film is going to be amazing, yeah, but at least that you. costume, fucking, no, that costume, costume looks badass. Yeah. You gotta prioritize though. If you're trying to make money, you have to you have to prioritize the alphas before you get to the betas and the C characters and all that. That's the expectation of DC Comics. But 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 I had to bring up this. I mean, who the fuck thought that an Iron Man movie was gonna work so well in 28, 2006, 2007, whatever? I remember I mean, promoting it, and everybody did. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I I still have the cardboard standups from that. And of course, me, I know, but 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 at the same time, the fact that the fact that they went for a character that okay, it's Iron Man. I mean, I mean, maybe that that's a bad example, like comparing that to Blue Beetle, even though there's some similarities. If you think, kind of think about it, but uh, um, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, to start off the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Iron Man instead of Captain America, it was or, a no-brainer. He started off the characters that started the Avengers storyline. If you look at the appearance, how they appearance, it was a no-brainer. It wasn't a risk to start with Iron Man. It was what you were going to do once oh, you started an Avengers origin story. If you look how they appeared, they appeared almost as if they did in the comics, with the exception of Captain America, who didn't come around to Avenger number four. And their enemy was even the same. Oh. So that wasn't that wasn't some oh. big leap of faith. To even that be was, more technical, was, they even kicked off the MCU with Iron Man and Incredible Hulk in that same summer. Exactly. True. So yeah. that wasn't some, you know, big wonderkin. And they All did right. it. Well, but it's apples and oranges. Well, not only yeah. the, not only the uh, not only the character, but also the actor that was playing him. Yeah, true. Was like, that was a risk. That was the leap. That was Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, comeback. Yeah, the well, Iron Man wasn't the risk. The, the the actor was the risk. But when right, you, when you, when you yeah. think of DC, your expectations are different. When you think of DC and the general public, you think of a certain set of characters that are going to draw your general audience. There were no expectations, and you're right. Uh, they started with the most logical character that they should have started, and that wasn't a risk. But the expectations in 2008 for what Marvel was doing weren't there. Whenever you bring up DC Comics, you bring up 80 years of expectations. So you got to meet those, or you're going to going to land on your face. I mean, there's a difference in, in prestige and attraction between a Blue Beetle and Superman. I wouldn't We're say 80 years. I'd actually say cut that number in half by about 40 years because the expectations really begin with yeah. Superman the movie, with Christopher mm -hmm. Reeve, Richard Donner, well, and then you yeah. cut it 10 years 40, later. That's, that's still a long time. Of oh, wow. still I don't long, disagree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, they have no. to handle the alphas before. Like I said, I'm not saying don't make Blue Beetle and don't make these side characters, but you don't try growing leaves on a branch without you know, growing the tree first. Yeah, but I mean, remember there is other things out there too. But I, but I, but I think what was crazy about it is just the fact that I didn't see anybody really shit on that blue beetle suit. Like that is, that's not, it's not common. <laughs> Anytime there's a costume reveal, there's always like a pretty good portion that just shits all over it. Um, like with the flash. Well, I yeah. saw some, there was some posts that were comparing it to like a Power Rangers costume, but yeah, but, but the like Power Rangers costume. Like Power Rangers. Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I said that too, though. Like on Film Trunky Live, I was like, "Hey, yeah, compared to the the movie Power Ranger costumes, yeah, but well, those costumes were awesome too. I mean, I mm -hmm. I love that movie. I think they should there should be a fucking sequel to that goddamn movie. Um, I thought they did a great job with the Power Rangers movie, so I I'm mean, okay with that comparison, to be honest. Even with Batgirl, there were certain oh, things yeah. said about oh, it. Yeah. And, and, you know the flash it's it's no mystery like people have been very open and honest about that i oh, i myself right. have been pretty kind of honest about it i like the midsection it's yeah. the helmet and the boots that don't really do it for me yeah yeah 
which is understandable. I, I can understand that too, because I mean, I, yeah, the, hel the, the, the helmet is, I mean, I get it. It, you know, makes sense if you think about like, okay, yeah. I mean, what he's doing and stuff like that, but yeah, it is a little wonky. It is a little wonky, but I, I do, I, I'm, I still like that shot that we saw in that reel where, you know, he's about ready to go and the fucking lenses come down. That's, That's an awesome dope. shot. That's an awesome shot. Everything looks awesome in that shot. So I'm hoping that, you know, when it comes to the movie, everything just kind of just, high, you know. The high quality pictures of it look great. Like all the details yeah. in the suit. Like they're really. I like the texture. Like, yeah. They don't, DC, they don't have faster suits. They really don't. No. They go into, they go into the details way much more than the, uh, the MCU suits, which, you know, some of them are still good. But not as DC always takes it for me. With the I mean, look at Dwayne Johnson in the Black Adam costume. Oh it's like, it's like his paint. It looks it looks perfect. It looks like it's body paint. <laughs> right? I mean that. I mean that guy just was like, "Fuck, we're not getting. I'm not putting any padding." And apparently, he even said that that first there was padding that was part of it. And he said, "No, I'm going to remove it. Sorry, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, work out even more than I do, and you know, eat eat the ass end of." Yeah. what's that he's just like he's basically like i'm gonna be my own padding pretty much yeah and he but, achieved you know, it yeah I mean, that's been, you know he's been pretty clear that like as far as he's concerned superman is one of the key premier characters to he's gonna want to focus on but i i've asked i've asked this before you know in the the patreon stream this week this is for everyone what do you think he is more likely to do Man of Steel two or a fresh or what a a new fresh take on Superman. Well, I mean, he definitely doesn't like JJ's idea. <laughs> That's for yeah, sure. No. Oof. JJ's idea is you know. Whoa! Whoa! Can't hear anything. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Start over, Eric. Start over. Sorry, uh, William's microphone was getting crazy. Yeah. I want. I wonder if I wonder if people can hear me. <laughs> yes, no, 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 you can hear you now. You're good. We can hear. Yeah, you. Can. But I'm, again, it's like so. It's obviously it's going to be either way. It's going to be Clark Kent. It's going to be Superman. It's going to be you know the the things we know. But is it going to be continuation of the Superman, the Clark Kent Superman we have, or is it going to be a new fresh start? Without all the baggage and all of that reboot BS that we've been screaming what do you? Oh, think? You know who Zaslav should have a conversation with? Christopher McQuarrie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely should. He definitely should. He definitely because, should. Yeah, and because Henry Cavill. Yeah, and Henry Cavill again. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, you know, and I totally agree with like the fact that it's like, we don't need to start from scratch that whole, you know, the race bent Superman. Nobody wanted that. Everybody. I mean, I, that was another thing that people collectively went. No, no. If you're going to do like a black Superman, just do Val Zod, which apparently Michael B. Jordan was pitching. Also, it's like, yeah, do that, do that, please. It's already out there. It exists. You already have a Superman and you have an actor whose value keeps going up every fucking year. It's like, um, how are you not just throwing a big, you know, back, backing up a dump truck in his driveway at right now, you know? Yeah, that's exactly what Zaslow should be doing. He should be having a conversation with Henry because, you know, even the haters, I can appreciate Henry as Superman. They want to see him mm -hmm. continue as Superman. Um, you know, he should see the potential that that has. Sit down with the man, talk to him, see what see what he wants it, to do with the character, and go from. And there. it's not even like they have to like, st uh, you know, they could they could already they already have the base, the foundation of like, hey, this is. I mean, he's already been been through the ringer 
with all this stuff. And then you can, you don't even have to really even touch that. Maybe do a couple little things, maybe callbacks or whatever the fuck, but just have, you can have whatever story you want, you know, man and tomorrow references or whatever, whatever the fuck you want to do, but you already have an established Superman. Let's not start over where we have to have a Superman movie again, showing Krypton blowing up and all this shit, you know? Yeah, re reboot is a synonym for failure these days. And if he's trying to save money, you you basically will be wasting so much money to reestablish the Superman. And yep. then you're going to have to deal with the same friction that Cavill had to deal with and Affleck had to deal with. When you have these legacy characters that have been around generations, you have to be patient with the current generation for them to embrace yours. So you're going to have to go through all that again. And that's stupid. That's He's coming in to save money, he says, and, which I, I kind of take with some fluff. But if that is really his intention, then rebooting with a brand new Superman and taking a risk on something that at this point is uh, probably not going to work instead of having an established guy. Remember when Cavill started out, he wasn't the Cavill we know today. I mean, his star has exploded since two thousand. Everybody called him Cavill. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, I, I, I think he would, he would be able to accomplish his goals a lot quicker and a lot Peace more profitability by just going with him. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I agree. I absolutely agree. Like that, it would be stupid to just uh, reboot that when you already have there. What's up? I mean, we all agree here. Every one of us here with a brain, we all agree. Because I see all these self-proclaimed experts talking about, oh, but you know, the DCU as it is has so much baggage, and you know, it's much smart. It would be much smarter for them to have a start without all the baggage. Well, who are those experts? Though are they paying anybody? I mean, if they're not if they're not putting down any money for the actual production, I, I really we got a lot of pundits that say that stuff all the time. But it's just yeah. like fanboys. Fanboys don't pay for anything except for their own ticket. I just wish we had like I, I just wish we could have like an exec that's just like you know what, fuck these nerds. Let's just do whatever we want. You yeah, know, let's just do whatever I we do. want. We're gonna do this and that, and if they accept it, they do. If they like it, they do. Or they don't, whatever. Who cares? Let's just keep going. But. You know, these they have to listen. They can't do that because then the fans are gonna be like, "Hey, you can't treat us like that." Where you're paying customers, and you gotta listen huh? to us bitching, bitching, moan all the time, and blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, what can you do? Yeah. They're gonna have to show some backbone and do what they're going to do. Tell their story. That's really all I've ever wanted them to do is tell their well, story. Well, you know what's funny? What's funny about like when it, when it comes to listening to fans? I mean, look what Marvel just did. They listened to their fans and said, "Oh, wait, they want Krasinski as Reed Richards." And then when that finally happened, I saw some people like really just going, "Eh." And I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, 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 wait. I mean, I thought this like a collective, they listened to fans and some people were kind of like, eh. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, maybe fans because fans, the, scene that that he was in, the scene that he was in just didn't quite, you know, I think he needs more. I, I'll agree that he needed to do a little bit more for me to be like yeah. totally sold on the idea of him as that. But I think if given the, the full on movie, I think Krasinski would fucking nail it. He would definitely Do you would, think he's going to direct the film? That would be a fucking that would that'd be, be a lot, be good, right? I, mean, I, I think he's a great. I think he could do it though, because he. I mean, look what he did with the Quiet Place. Quiet Place right. You know, he starred, but uh, but but I mean, this is like a whole other thing. I mean, this is go. This yeah, goes back. I mean, movie. comic book movie. I mean, we we talk about how Ben Affleck decided not to direct, but at the same time, you know. Krasinski is not wearing a 30 pound bat suit. He's wearing, yeah. you know, something a little lighter where he can move around in. That's a lot mm -hmm. more giving for sure. And he's not wearing a cowl or anything like that. So I think if he wants to do it, I think he can, but at the same time, he's still, you know, he's still got a quiet place franchise that he's still looking over, even though he might not be directing the <clears throat> movies. 
still very much more there. But yeah, if he wants to do it, I'd say power to him. Go for it. I mean, that would be a first, right? I don't think that's ever been done where you have the director starring also in a superhero flick that's never right. been done. That'd be pretty sweet. So, I mean, uh, we all hope Ben was going to be the first. Uh, could have been done, but yeah. who knows? <laughs> is it weird that I'm kind of hoping Jenna Fisher is cast as Sue Storm? Because everyone, wa every <laughs> everyone wants you Bryce want Dallas the office, Howard. You want the office for? Fuck Wait, yes. Not everyone wanted Emily Blunt. Fuck yes, I do. <laughs> Emily, it was, it's either everyone either wants Emily Blunt or Bryce Dallas Howard. And I'm just like, I want Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher's right there. That would be interesting. That would actually probably sell some more fucking tickets. To be honest. <laughs> I haven't heard of you. You're going to have the white in there too? Also, not not to offend any ladies in the chat, but I mean, Bryce Dallas Howard, the older she's gotten, she's gotten a little thicker, which, you know, it still looks nice on her. Sue Storm isn't that, you know, she's like a not a, not a well, Sue Storm's a milk. She's also very great. I actually found out today that Johnny and Sue Storm are not twins. For the longest time, I thought they were twins, but apparently Sue Storm's the older sister. Oh, yeah. I saw you actually talking about that with Scott. Scott was with part Scott, of that conversation. Yeah. Scott, Zach Yassan, Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 if Scott gets in the conversation, you got to listen to this guy. You got to listen to the teacher, you know? Man knows <laughs> I, I got a bolt, but I just jumped in to say hi. All right, man. I appreciate it, William. Thank you. All right. All right. See you guys later. Business. Yeah. Later. Yeah, right, go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Um, Sue, Sue and Johnny not being actual brother and sister ironically means that the latest, uh, the latest Fantastic Four, the fan four tastic, whatever, um, actually was onto something when they cast, you know, who they cast, who they cast as, as, uh, as Kate Mara and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Kate Mara and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And yeah, I remember. Clearly, they're not brother and sister. They're adopted. Well, yeah, adopted. Kate was adopted. Yeah, well, there you go. Sue was adopted. There we go. I think I did see that that was somewhere in comics canon for a little while. I don't remember what line it was, whether it was 616 or, you know, Ultimates. But from what I have gathered today, traditionally, Sue Storm is the older sibling of the two. So I learned something new today. Yeah. No, no. I remember seeing that too. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting you know but you know because there's it's going to be interesting to see when like the casting does happen i mean obviously it's inevitable but i you know i think they're just they, they wanted to dip their toe definitely because of uh um you know with getting krasinski which you know i thought was cool like they listened to the to to their fans and i think krasinski just didn't have a lot to do when it came to the, his scene um in um in doctor strange well, i mean obviously i mean it's Raimi that was just like oh well, guess what all these fuckers they're <laughs> well i think too like people you know the discourse of uh the discourse with krasinski being reed richards reminded me of uh of uh jonathan majors as king because people were like oh, oh yeah. is this how is this how the character is gonna be and is this how but no that remember what Kang said in Loki, he's one of how many versions of Kang exactly. that are out there in the world? This is a version of Reed, this is a version of another Reed Richards that's out there as yep. well, which is an arrogant asshole who's not very smart, who goes and tells you know Wanda what the Black Bolt's power is, because you know, the, <laughs> the smartest man alive wouldn't do that, right? But this, this exactly. isn't, I guess this is a different universe. It's not the actual Reed Richards that, you know, we've come to know. 
from the I comics and all that. I think their biggest downfall was their own hubris. And yeah. in that Captain Marvel was like, oh, we can take out your little witch. And it's like, can you? Yeah. yeah. And then the they, whole team was arrogant. They were just all arrogant. They were super That's true. They were Except, super arrogant. except yeah. for Professor X. Yeah. yeah. Even, even, I will say, you know, Captain Carter was good, but then even, like, I will say, her line, I, my sister and I were watching that film, and we both knew instantly what, that she was going to say, I could do this all day. And of course. We, okay, of course. We, all, yeah. we both whispered it before she said it, and he, she said it. It's like, ah, she yeah, said yeah. it. Yay. Yeah. No, but I think I started doing backflips. I think I think I think it would be. I mean, I mean, obviously Krasinski. Uh, we found out that you know the Jack Ryan series is coming to an end, so he's gonna have time. I, I, you know what? I, I'm rooting for him to actually do it. Take take the director spot, star in it too. Um, I think it's a little too on the nose if they do get Emily Blunt to play Sue. I don't think that should. Uh, I do like the idea of Jenna Fisher. That would be, you know, that would be kind of a marketing thing that they could really utilize to really blow that movie up with the fact of having, you know, Pam and Jim as as, as the leaders of Fantastic Four, you know. Oh, oh I was like, who's Jenna Fisher? And I just, no. Nah, yes. Oh, yeah. Pam. Yes. And the fact that, like, they, that he even hints at the fact that he has kids in Multiverse of Madness. I was yeah. like, yes, please do Franklin Richards because he would make Wanda from a power scale perspective look like an yeah. infant because <laughs> he's that powerful. And I think that's what the, the the route they should go to. Don't, don't yeah, you could do like uh you know flashbacks to like the, of the event that happened that turned them into where, what what they are. But let's mm -hmm. not do another origin story. We've already went through two times uh, where that happened. Let's just already have an established Fantastic Four already. I think. I mean, everybody was always suspecting that who bought the the Avengers Tower. I mean, you know, everybody was like yeah. going, "Is that going to be?" You know, Baxter Building. Yeah, you know, yeah. and um, like, yeah, so I mean, like, I think they should have an, already an established Fantastic Four somehow, but then they got to explain how they're already established. I don't know. That's the I thing about the MCU is like, even with the mutants, is like, how do you start that up and get? I mean, obviously, we, we're dealing with multiverses now where you can, but it's just like, all right, so how are you going to actually do it? I know a lot of people were thinking that the Eternals was going to invite the mutants in. Because of the correlation that they have, and it's just like okay, but it didn't happen. I think, I think they're gonna have to because not too many people are are familiar with the Fantastic Four characters. I think because mm -hmm. they didn't do it with Spider Man, but everybody knows Spider Man's origin. True, he got, right. he got bit by Spider. Not everybody knows what happened to the Fantastic Four and what gave them their powers. And like, so I think I they might have to do it. I'll tell you exactly what I would do with Fantastic Four, and we know. People were have kind of like rolled their eyes by now about how much you know Tony Stark has the origin story. But look, um, Stark Tower has been like center of the MCU in some way from the very beginning, so it's got to go back to the building. And honestly, the fact that Reed Richards is like a space passionately space guy, you can link him to like, like the MCU in a way. So. I, if, if I were to give him the or the, then the origin story, it would be that Reed and Tony were like roommates at college, and then <laughs> we both oh, no. and we both went their own way. So we were both friends, and that's why Tony sold the Baxter Building to him. And then here, here he is. You know, he's a physician, but he's passionate about space. So he and his three friends go up into space and. 
Yeah, but I mean, then then everybody's gonna complain like how everything's attached. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, I, I just thought of. Uh, you know what I could see being more realistic is if they actually not Tony Stark, but have it be Ruffalo's Hulk. Have him be like, oh yeah, Reed Richards is an old friend of mine from college. There you go. I like they're that. Doing, they're doing cool. She Hulk this summer. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, Oof. if he's helping her, where'd he get all the technology from now? Mm. Oh, guys, okay, I, I, I like that better. Did you guys see the new? Uh, well, they supposedly it's new and like better looking trailer on on the Disney Plus app for. Well, oh, you know why that is, right? You know well, why that saying, is. Why is it's that? a bit rate. It's a bit rate that they, mm -hmm. you know, it's because Disney can process the 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 you know all the all the whatever the hell the bit rate and everything that so it looks better than it does on YouTube. And a yeah, lot of people are saying they updated it, but now nah, it's just it's the same fucking thing. Nah, but it it's just going to be. Yeah, see, I know. I, I saw the comparisons. I'm like, all right. I saw Aaron what? talking about that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I know. I think Campio was like, did a whole like, like section of his show about that. I'm oh, like, he did. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but I just, I just saw the screen. Oh, yeah. He loved, I, like, oh, he lo he's he lo I saw that he loved it, right? He was like, I love yeah. it. Of course great. he loved what? it. Yeah. You know, Man, he really wants those press passes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, after Spider Man, he'd probably do anything for a press pass. Yeah, right. right. I still wonder if they gave those to him. I still wonder about that. I mean, I'm, the fact that he didn't get any kind of backlash. I mean, he got backlash, you know, in the social media sphere for spoiling that. But the fact that that Marvel never like came down on him for that. Well, I, I, hope, they, I hope they right? do. I I hope in a couple of years it comes out that like that Kevin Feige showed up and like dangled him off a, a balcony, like <laughs> like Suge, like Suge Knight did Vanilla Ice and just like right. Threaten them. <laughs> <laughs> I had, that, they didn't, that they didn't leak it to him on purpose. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that too, because yeah, all these leaks, like they want to get uh, you know all the, the they don't care. They don't. They just want people to show up. They well, it's a, it's a new age. Point. I mean, that's why I'm appreciating what DC is doing, and just be like, all right, we're filling outside. Guess what? Let the fucking paparazzi and everybody take pictures and post them. That's going to mm -hmm. be our marketing. That's going to be the first. That's going to be the pre-marketing. And I thought, I mean, I think it's working for them because I think uh majority of people love the Batgirl costume. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be back and forth and probably like a 50%, like 50-50 discourse when it comes to Keaton's costume. But then we haven't seen Keaton actually in the costume. Well, we saw the leak thing, but that was just, yeah. It's not, it's not, it wasn't that great of a picture of them, but, but then they were just kind of going like, well, now we got blue beetle. Let's just have at it and go. And, and they're probably loving the fact that there's barely anybody going, Oh, this fucking thing sucks. Everybody's going, Holy shit. They pulled off a live action blue beetle costume. How'd they do that? Didn't they, didn't this come out? the? No, go yes, ahead. Who do they possibly, uh, it was generally believed that they may have had cast as a uh, Ted cord. Uh, oh, uh, Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Yeah, Sudeikis, yeah. Anyway, like, honestly, like, I just hope that, that that he does have a prominent role in that. He was the mentor figure. Well, speaking you of uh, fan, speaking of fan casting, I mean, DC did that with Blue Beetle because everybody was saying that to, for Joel Madero, yeah, and they got him. They, they used, yep. they and got him. And that's smart too, because I mean, obviously he's one of he's in one of the popular shows on Netflix that everybody that that should I mean, come on, Cobra Kai shouldn't have worked, but it works so goddamn well. So I can't believe good. it's been on for so long. And I've never Dude, watched I still it remember when it came out on YouTube Red. I'm going, yep. <laughs> Oh man, I saw the trailer, I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be so dumb. Like this is gonna this gotta be a parody, right? Gotta be a parody. And then I remember just 
binging it when it came out and going, holy shit, how do they pull this off? This is working so well. <laughs> like, and it keeps on going. We're going into season five. Like what? You know, aren't they wrapping it with season six? I think so. I think there was some kind of like we're in that because it's like, how much can more can you do? I mean, yeah. uh, the only the only person that hasn't showed up is Mike Barnes from from the third Karate Kid, which I'm sure he'll, he's going to end up showing up. And the check from four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Hillary Swank. I always forget about that. I always forget yep. there was a fourth Karate Kid. That's right. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. 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 Could happen. Just bring in Jaden Smith to slap somebody. Oh God, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> just no. Please, no. Yeah. What were we gonna I, say, Eric? I hear you. What was it you're saying? No, we were saying like, oh yeah, bringing Jaden Smith to you know do a multiverse of madness of going of Cobra Kai or something. Absolutely swank in the last season or whatever. And look, you can end end at the top of your game. Yes, like don't overstay your welcome. Absolutely. I think that's what they're trying to prevent. I think there's definitely, I love the fact that, uh, you know, Daniel and, uh, you know, what's his name? I always forget his name from Karate Kid 2. Um, his enemy in oh, Karate Kid yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Ah, I can't remember. But, you know, I love the fact that they're going to be teaming up because I thought, oh, is that all? He's only going to be in it for that long? Like when, you know, he visited Tokyo or whatever. But now he's coming back for season five. And I'm like, thank you. I, I didn't want him to just be, uh, just to be uh, just that one little chosen. You know, yeah. Cho that's, yeah. That's right. Chosen. Yeah, like chosen. Shout out yeah. to Alec Azu from the chat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Chosen. Casting and also like what the fans want in like the marketing. Because look, I think um, the studios have learned like with the whole like um, um, everybody, nobody believed when Andrew Garfield says, no, I'm not going to be in the movie. I'm not the werewolf. So, and yet, Disney is still like it had um, Liam Neeson insisting that he's not going to be in any shows because he doesn't like being in any shows, so he won't be in. Kenobi. But now he's but, voicing, yeah, yeah he's voicing Qui Gon in that new uh, show. So With the Jedi, yeah, which I'm I definitely need to I I catch up on all the animation, but that whole thing sounds awesome because you're gonna have Mace Windu, you're gonna have a Count Dooku, all young versions. <laughs> So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with all that. So, hey, William yeah. just got triggered somewhere. I wonder if that was a more or less confirmation that he's going to maybe reprise the role in Obi Wan. I'll bet you. Okay. Yeah, I'll bet you that Disney said, "Hey, Liam, why don't you come out and say you're not going to be in it?" And because we all know that's going to increase the hype that you are going to be in Kenobi. Have we all watched it? Have we all watched Kenobi twice? No. Okay, you haven't watched it, Jacob. Unfortunately, no. Man, you were oh, lagging man. on that. I know. Shit. You always he's busy. Shit, he's busy uh, watching uh, tennis videos. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, but I mean, like, okay, this is not even really spoilery either. But I mean, there is a part in the first episode where he, where Obi Wan is calling out to his master. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. So but it's like they, they're already set. They're already setting it up. They're already setting up. We're gonna yeah. see Fourth Ghost Qui Gon. We gotta see it's it. Man. Very first episode was the a uh, quick little like you know rundown of what came before like with the with the with the prequels and yeah. at the very last moment of the of the rundown I was how to communicate with Qui-Gon. Yeah. Now nah, I think he's gonna show up. I mean it's just all leading to it. They they already set up set it up that he would 
with uh, Obi-Wan, you know, already like, you know, asking his master to show up. And and then with the news of Liam Neeson coming back to voice Qui-Gon. And that his yeah, son is gonna, really his really son's going to be doing his, the younger version. Is that what they said? That's pretty right? cool. Yeah, I like that. I wonder what his son sounds like. Watch, he sounds just like his dad. It's like, okay. okay. <laughs> kind of yeah. like how Val Kilmer's son sounds almost exactly Dude. like he does. Oh my Dude. god, that was the that was a that was the craziest thing about the Val, Val. doc. Yes, it's the fact that it's like, I mean, obviously Val Kilmer couldn't narrate it. I mean, obviously he did certain parts of it and it just, you know, it breaks your heart when you hear like what has happened to his voice. But man, when you hear his son narrating, it sounds like, I mean, and then of course he's narrating like he's Val Kilmer, which was also great. And well, thanks, just, thanks for the spoiler, guys. Thanks. Oh, geez. Nah, yeah, hey, who's who's it for not watching it? Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's been out for a year, man. <laughs> no, wait, wait, what Top Gun Mavericks went out for a year? I'm not talking no, about Top Gun no, Mavericks. No, we're talking we're about, about We're talking about Val. Oh, shit. I thought you guys were talking about that's what no, 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 we oh. no. No, we have not given out any spoilers for that. We talked a little bit about, like, you know, like, hey, Val Kilmer. I mean, obviously, he's got a presence in there and stuff like that in there, but we didn't say what it was. Now, we're talking about the Val doc. Oh, so his son narrated the documentary. His son narrates yes. it, and he narrates oh, it like he's wow. Val Kilmer, too, at times, because Val Kilmer wrote all the, you know, it's basically, it sounds, it, it's basically Val Kilmer's journal. Yeah. Like, if you it's watch like this, I mean, pretty much. And, like, he has footage, like, because he got a, we got a video camera before a lot of people got video cameras. Like there's like, I mean, there's so many, so much footage and he documented so much, you know, on sets and everything like that. And then he wrote, I guess, essentially he wrote in journals and, or, and then when it came to this doc, he wrote all the narration and his son narrates it and his son sounds just like him. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. You got to watch it, man. It's on Amazon. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. It'll make, it made me cry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because I like Val Kilmer, I know. Yeah, you know he admit he admits that he was a dick at times. You know we've heard the stories that he, you know he admits it. He admits it, but at the same time, man, when you see him like how he how he is, uh, because this was like it was shot like three or four years ago, I think. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. But um, what were you saying, Eric? What would you write on there? Yeah, it's just like yeah, I've had this for I've been meaning to use it, but it's like. I just said that's all I'm gonna say. Like, even though I have not seen Top Gun Maverick yet, but I'm just gonna say we're talking about what the first movie is setting up. And remember at the very end, you could be my wingman anytime. Exactly. Be you could be mine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, they handled the uh, the Iceman stuff well and everything, but I agree. Uh, but yeah, Obi Wan Obi Wan um Kenobi, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, the ending for season for the second episode, I was like, cool. please, can I get the third episode already, please? Yes. Is it well? I mean, huh? Yeah, yeah. The way that they ended, and you know, it's surprising too. Um, and uh, I mean, Jacob, you're probably already spoiled with this. If you're looking online, you've already um, seen. No, 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 go ahead. I don't care. Yeah, you already saw little Leia. You already saw little Leia. She's all everybody keeps talking about her. I mean, I mean, it's just like at this. Yeah. She's like she's sassy. She's got attitude. Like she is. Oh, yeah. she, like she is a young Carrie Fisher. Oh yeah, yeah. Carrie Fisher would be proud by, by that. that sentiment. But but I will say, like at first, it was a little like, oh, they're going that route. And yeah. then I went, oh yeah, but that makes sense if you think of New Hope and everything. Yeah. I'm like, okay. it does, the, the way it's setting it up, it does fill in. Like, it does answer a lot of the questions of like how 
in retrospect just how weird some parts of New Hope really are. Like, um, even though, you know, like for much of the movie, it seems like, you know, let it a New Hope, Leia doesn't really seem to know Obi-Wan in person. Like she says, years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars. But then when Luke springs her out of prison, she says, I'm here with Ben Kenobi. And then she gets excited. Ben Kenobi, where is he? Well, now yeah. we know because Obi-Wan introduces himself to little Leia as Ben. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. great. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not sold on the villains yet. You know, it was like they're kind of, eh, you know. Have you seen Rebels yet? I haven't seen Rebels yet. No. Um, well, because the Inquisitors are a big part of Rebels. They're like the major yeah. like villain thunder. Yeah, especially the Grand Inquisitor, who's like that white faced guy, is like the boss of those three. Yeah. 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 Which which means, by the way, he's not dead because Rebels is set a few years, some years after. Uh, See, yeah. I've thought about this, and the conclusions I've come to are, number one, he's actually dead. Number two, it's a different Inquisitor. Number three, he might Ooh. get some kind of mechanical biopsy-type deal like they had showed off in Book of Boba Fett. So sure it that. might be the same Inquisitor. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm very curious to see how they handle what happens with him. Because obviously, if he does survive what happens to him at the end of the second episode, there's going to be major repercussions for the yeah. third sister following that. There's a reason we don't see third reason. system levels. I think, I think it was like it was there for shock, but I, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Phil. I think there's going to be something more to there's that. They can't, they can't just like, all right, you're done, sorry, and it's like, no. Nah. Not only that, Dave Fioni, who headed a lot of rebels, yep, and he, he's I'm sure he, yeah, he is an EP on that. He, there's no way they're going to break that kind of continuity that yeah. soon. There's got to be some sort of explanation for this. If they leave it hanging, that's going to be a big question mark going forward. They would not have had that character without him being involved. Any of the Inquisitors. Any yeah, of them. Any, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, I just feel like that's like the kind of the weak part right now. And uh, uh, who's the girl? Um, she just seems like right now, it's like, I mean, I'm hoping that, I mean, obviously there's going to be some development and we find out why she's so goddamn angry. <laughs> and yeah. just like wants Obi-Wan. So, I mean, I, I'm waiting for that reveal because right now I'm just kind of going like, all right, where's Vader? Can we get Vader well, in here? Finally? You know, yeah. Right after the rundown of what's happened before, like the very first scene is a flashback of Order 66, like with those Padawans being, you know, witnessing mm. like the and I think uh, it is like a big, the big theory is that she's one of those kids. Oh yeah. yeah I that's saw that. that's I saw the theory. That. That's, that's kind of the theory that I have is that she's either a youngling that was picked up by the inquisitors at some point, And Obi-Wan might've had something to do with it. I don't know what, but she clearly has some kind of vendetta against him for some reason. And I'm curious to see what that reason is. The theory is that she's mad that even though Obi-Wan, was there at the temple like he did nothing to save her and the other kids or something along those lines. I saw yeah. some ridiculous theory that she's like related to Darth Maul and I was like, what? What? You look anything like him. Oh, jeez. We gotta stop listening to Mikey son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't put any stock in oh, the You had it. You had I to had bring to... up the name, Jose. You had to do Sorry, it. Yeah, I, had, I had to throw Jorge a shot. <laughs> Nothing wrong with throwing in a shot. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> apparently I ruffled some feathers with a couple of things I've said too. But you know, it's like, hey, you? What you no way. me? I don't do that. <laughs> what am I talking about? Jesus Christ! That's my oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> imminent. It's imminent. It's imminent, guys. Imminent. It's inevitable. You know? 
It's inevitable. I know. What is the H? I mean, what is the scooper? The, the scooper's all Agent Smith, or what's going on? You know, it's like <laughs> they use these words. Well, it's no, I mean, because it, if it does happen, they can be like, see, see, exactly. It could, and, 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 and the air cut can come out in 2031 and be like, see, told you, what did I write back in 2022? <laughs> And then you got their number one fans going, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, see? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you can get on with that shit. But you know, it's imminent, inevitable, absolutely. The fact that it exists, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's not necessarily imminent, though. Well, anything yeah. is inevitable. It's inevitable that I could walk outside and get hit by a bus right now. So, you know? <laughs> oh, don't go outside. Don't, don't go outside, on. Jose. I'm worried about you now. I'm going to knock on wood now. Knock on wood for you, Jose. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Unless you want it. No, but it, like, I mean, when it comes to all that, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's just the scooper game playbook. They do, they, you know, I, I, I've seen it. I could totally, I mean, obviously we saw it before and, you know, we saw the little tricks that they could do. And, and, and it's funny too, because I always love it when people say, oh, well, they were right about this. And I'm like, okay, cool. But not every baseball player is batting a fucking thousand. There's an average and you have to look at the average. All right. Yes, they are going to get things right. That's what happens. They are playing a game and obviously they're going to be right about certain but when they start really but and i think i said this when i did my patreon um audio last night it's like when i know things for 100 and i could just see the bullshit i hear the bullshit that's where i just go yeah but i know because i've talked to people but i'm not in the scooping game so i'm not so i'm gonna call it out i called it out when it came to you know and they kept on saying fucking sam benjamin was goddamn green lantern <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's like I knew because I actually talked to the director and he actually told me who was his Green Lantern. And it was just I just sat back and watched and waited, just waited. That's hilarious. And, and then they were like, yeah, well, we talked to Sam Benjamin and he was, you know, very, very coy about it. So, yeah, he's got to be Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I, I had I had I had what's his name, uh, you know. Basically, he was in my DMs one time. This is before, like, there was a really a feud between me and him. Um, he was totally just showing how it how it was, and he was reverse engineering the whole thing and how he he was trying to prove to me that Sam Benjamin was. I just let him go, and I would just respond like, "Oh, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Cool, <laughs> you know." And I, but in the meantime, I'm like, "This fucking moron thinks like like he's just trying to prove." To me something like you're here and i'm like sitting there going yeah I, I, he's, this is this is hilarious he is so trying to uh and then like what you were saying phil when when um when you have like uh you know the dick writers i guess you could call them um who uh who basically celebrate when they get something right i remember like those guys had somebody and it turns out it was lightcast that was actually running a burner account he was like the biggest one. He would always be in my mentions and would come to find out after the whole like uh, debacle that happened with the uh, the first round of uh, the, the motion comic. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden we found out, oh, that guy was actually him, too. So he had burner accounts out there to help wow. him to help lift. Yeah, it was crazy. It was it crazy. Just, it just makes me think of this one particular scooper who every time he gets shit thrown his way, you're wrong. He posts the same damn story every time about the one time he was right about getting Dr. Octopus cast in Spider-Man No Way Home. It's like, oh, cool, man. You're batting 100 here in this one time, but you just can't shut the fuck up for five minutes and actually take an L that you deserve. Yeah, I'm sure Scooby Pants is right on. 
I don't. So, I can't stand those yeah. people. Like Grace and uh, other people, other scoopers that can't accept when they've been wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Like, just just admit like, when you're wrong. I'm saying yeah. every single time. If, if you can't admit that you're wrong, I'm ever when you're wrong ever. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to trust you. No. Exactly. Hell, I mean, I mean, yeah. It's, that's all. That's all. Just eat the crow and be like, "Hey, sorry guys, got some bad information." Cool. Right. But they don't fucking do that. It's just like, it's even worse when they double down and try oh. and talk about knowing a director's schedule when they know shit fuck all about said director's <laughs> schedule. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. So just stop. Admit it that you're wrong. You don't know. But they don't. They double down and they act like assholes. That's yeah. very much all. I mean, like I've said, this is this is what Randolph did with Batman in the Flash. Like, will Batfleck die at the very beginning of the year? She said Batfleck is going to Batfleck's going to be killed off. And then a few months ago, oh, he's not going to be killed off. But she doubles down and says, in this version, she won't be killed off. And then what did she say in that tweet? She was like, she was like, oh, you Snyder fans. And blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, like, yeah, of course like she does. Was, yeah. Like it was the Snyder fans that made it happen. Like, like I don't know. <laughs> No, I mean, all she had to do is like, hey, the first piece of information, it was wrong or whatever. I mean, but then again, now, I mean, who knows? Like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, there was a version where he was. And it's like, OK, that's fine. I mean, but, but just be like, oh, God, that was wrong, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Just say, hey, sorry, that was wrong. This is what I'm hearing now. That's all you, you know got to do. You know what? You I, thought, I always thought he was kind of like a dick, but then he like, I don't know if he had like a redemption arc or something, but I respect him more now because he actually owns up is a viewer and on he actually like there you go. that he's been when he's been yeah. wrong whatever because i remember he said hey i was told that me, that baffling did die but you know things change it's been a while who's that was a while ago. who's it again viewer viewer and on. On. who's that oh, oh like viewer on. he goes to uh, streams yeah. and all that stuff okay so. yes yes i know exactly okay now i just hit the like viewer and on yeah yeah no no yeah you're right i i follow him too and yeah he'll admit yeah and that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. It's just admit when you're wrong or admit when things are the information you got is wrong. Nothing wrong with that. But I, but there's just people that just that, that their whole fucking yeah, thing. Like, is fucking, just, uh, like Umberto when he was when he was like, what, oh do you, what was that? What did he tweet? Dude. Like, sorry, uh, Snyder fans, even though I was embarrassed to ask, they will never release the Snyder cut. Yeah. And then what happened? And, and now he's trying to convince the world that bots had a hand in voting in the in the <laughs> shit. And I'm just like, dude. You really don't know how to take an L. Yeah, he wanted to. I mean, and and, and 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 we're not even saying that. Yeah, maybe there was some bots involved. Sure, that's Twitter. It's fucked up. It can be, but but he's trying to just like trying to push the whole thing like ah strictly. Yeah, I mean the way that he approached it, it was just first off, why did you need to do that? But he knew because he knew it'd get no, fucking engagement and clicks and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's a it, it's all traffic. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's why I was like, oh, guys, don't fucking don't quote tweet the actual story. Just screenshot it's like, it. Yeah. It's like they don't. Uh, I think this the, nowadays it's like they don't expect people to go past the headline. Like they oh, don't expect people to read yep. the actual article. And when people do read the article, it's like, what the fuck? The funniest part of that article is when they <laughs> said, oh, and then on one day there was a spike of 25,000 tweets just on this one day. That's like, have you not seen how many fucking trending events this fandom does? Exactly. How is that, how is that shocking and surprising that one day there was all these tweets? I, I even said, too, like when I was commenting about that, I said, have you, do you not realize there's people in this fandom that, that their whole day is just tweeting out 
restore the Snyder first or anything that has to do with it. Their whole, you look at their, you look at their Twitter page. It is nothing but even that. When, even when they sleep because they like schedule yeah. their tweets. <laughs> exactly. There are, I mean, that's, ex, that's all. The, and I'm like, yeah. you know, you gotta realize that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something, Eric. Are you just yawning? Are we I boring you? Asleep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Wonder Meg's here. What's up, Wonder Meg? Wonder Meg's here. Hey. Good hey, to see you. That's not what I said. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought she was on the. No, no, no. No, no, no. Damn it, Meg. Sorry. Damn it, Meg. (laughs) Shut up, Meg. Kenobi is like, I don't know. Just, I am just, I'm really pumped for like what's coming next. Oh. And I'm also really pumped that like today we finally got a trailer for season two of The Bad Batch, but that's me. I just, I'm excited for that. I still haven't watched the first season. I like I said, I got to catch up on all the animation. I have like yeah. half of the uh, Clone Wars and you know series watched, but I got to watch the rest of it. Watch Rebels. Watch Bad Batch. Watch. Yeah, I got to catch up. I love up Rebels. I haven't fit. I've seen the last. I've seen the last bit of Clone Wars. I don't really yeah. care much for the Bad Batch. That's the one yeah. I was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to Ahsoka Mandalorian season three. Visions just got announced for another volume, so I'm looking forward oh, to that as well. Yeah, so, that was good. I will say this, Phil. Keep in mind that it, it really looks like they're each, it does seem to be like an MCU kind of thing where they're all setting up each other. Yeah. So, a guy I know is actually writing, um, oh god, what was it? I have a, a mutual friend, he's actually uh, Zaki Hassan's um, co host, he's writing Young Jedi Adventures. Oh, wow, oh, cool. yeah, that's pretty cool. Did you, guys, then, uh, did, you guys, uh, did you guys watch that uh, Visions show on Disney Plus? The Star Wars yeah. Visions? Loved that it. Was pretty, that was pretty good. Well, not all the episodes were good, but some of them were really good. Visions, isn't that, it's basically Visions. like what if, essentially, the equivalent to yeah. Marvel. Well, it's just, it's just you know, you got, you got these artists and these people all around the world. It's like, hey, yeah. what's your version of this? And I thought that was I thought that was a unique and something different, you know. I mean, that's that's the thing that Star Wars needs. It needs something where it's you know gotta get gotta. Uh, yeah, we're gonna keep on. They're gonna keep on doing stuff, you know, around Skywalker. They have to because that's just the way it is. And there's a lot of things to say right there. But at the same time, when you can actually, you know, do something that's that that's not the mold of what they've already created, you know. And I thought that was actually pretty unique to have different artists, different creators all around the world. Get, hey, this is uh, what we're going to do with uh, Star Wars. If we're, you know, we have, no, the should, you know, we should get a series. I want a series of the, the little first kid that gets slaughtered by Anakin. <laughs> that, like, I want to see what led up to this moment. For that this poor time. kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the best actor or, or it's just far more likely to be the best director of actor. All right, I know he had a good shot. He had a good shot. The kid at the what? end of The Last Jedi deserves an entire five seasons. Yeah, well, yeah that little Jedi kid who hold the broom, the broomstick kid. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, it, it's just kind of funny how, like, I mean, it's seriously, like, like Ryan Johnson was like. 
I know this is the middle movie, but I'm going to end this movie like it's the last movie. I mean, I always I credit Ryan Johnson for just having the balls to just be like what he did. And I know like a lot of people don't like Last Jedi and even like they like felt like they course corrected when it came to Rise of Skywalker. But kudos to Ryan Johnson to be like, "Eh, I know it's the second movie, but I'm going to fucking treat it like it's the last one. And he yeah. did. He set up this whole other thing. And even like when like everything was like done, you had like the whole cast sitting there. It was almost like it was like the end of fucking uh, Return of the Jedi, where it was like everybody yeah. was just kind of like there. And it didn't have like that Empire Strikes Back, like cliffhanger kind of thing, you know, or anything. So, I mean, it kind of did, you know, in a sense. But yeah, just but it, yeah, I thought just I was just watching thought- like uh, watching some interviews of Mark Hamill, like during The Last Jedi. <laughs> press tour and i'm i was like did did he enjoy making this movie what the fuck i don't think he did (laughs) did. you know after watching obi-wan i'm just like hey ryan you should take some notes from deborah chow (laughs) yeah she's been directing a lot of stuff right aside from like the shocking you know the stabbing of the grand inquisitor aside from that which was clearly just a what what was that uh but that aside deborah chow has been all about for, for both episodes have been all about give the fans what they wanted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I want to see her make a movie. I want to see her make a movie so bad in Star Wars. What? I don't... You're not looking for a Taka Waititi one? You know? uh... No. No, I'm not. <laughs> At all. Like, no. no. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I think Thor Love and Thunder has, like, the ability to be better than Thor Ragnarok, but when it comes to my right. bar personally, that bar ain't very high. Yeah, I mean, look. Like, <sighs> his episode of Mandalorian good? Yes. Did he write that episode? No. No. And the first five minutes of that episode are tough. (laughs) They're tough to get through. I mean, you know, when it comes to Taka, I mean, he's a good filmmaker. I mean, I'll give, like, Jojo Rabbit, I enjoyed. And that was him, like, you know, maybe it was a little bit, you know, as him playing Hitler, it was a little over the top at times. But at the same time, it was still a very well-made movie. He's a talented filmmaker. But, yeah, when it comes to the humor that's been injected into Thor, I mean, I can't stand Ragnarok. I don't plan on ever revisiting. When I see Thor Love and Thunder, I'm like, I'm going to watch it because of Jane. I'm going to watch it for Natalie Portman because, I, you know, that's that's just... but. Other than that, I'm like, mm-hmm. seems like it's for me. It's her as as Jane, right? But then also, yeah. I'm actually kind of looking forward to Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher. I true, think, true, I, true. I, I, I yeah. think he's gonna that do really pretty I want, well. I want anything that has Christian Bale in it, man. Yeah, oh, Christian yeah. Bale yeah. is one of the, one of the top all time. Bale seemed very dark and intense and serious, but yeah. it's like all I can think. Of, but all I can say is. For the most part, the trailer for Ragnarok was pretty good and made me hyped for it, except for the whole, when he see, except for the moment of the trailer was like, yes, we know each other. He's a friend from work. I was like, oh, that's dumb. A friend and, from work. Yeah, I know. Stupid was, stupid line. Hoping that that was just one little stupid comedy moment. And no, that's the no, entire movie. It was the whole fucking movie. <laughs> good Lord, uh. man. You yeah, know, I, I tried to watch that movie again some time ago, and I was like, you know, maybe it was me. And then, like, 10 minutes into it, I was like, no, it's definitely not you me. You guys remember, uh, I don't think it was Eli, I think it was another one of Zach's sons that saw the movie, and he posted on Vero, and he was like, wow, the MCU sure loves their jokes, huh? <laughs> 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 I, can't, 
But I mean, but what's funny is, is like at the same time, it's like I get it because Thor was like the the weak link in the in the main four mm-hmm. Avengers, and they were like, "What do we do to you know get people butts in the seats?" And they achieved it because they made didn't it made, it made over a billion dollars, right? I think it did. Um, no, no, it didn't make a billion, but it made okay, like, but it came, but it did eight hundred something million. Yeah. It did better than. So I get what they were trying to do, but then I, but I remember even um, hearing uh, an interview with uh, Hemsworth, or I heard like inf- maybe it was something in like an article or something where, where I guess like when it came to uh, Infinity War, like Hemsworth was really worried that the Russo brothers were going to bring him back to where Thor was. He's all, oh, uh, oh, we're different now. He's a funny guy. It's funnier and blah blah blah. But then I'm like going. Man, I actually enjoyed Thor really much a lot in fucking Infinity War. I thought that was yeah. after watching Ragnarok and being like, "What the fuck did they do to Thor?" And then leading into Infinity War, I'm like, "Oh, he's back! They brought him back!" Thank God. <laughs> and then what happens? <laughs> and then they, you know, he's you know fat yeah. Thor. Was concerned about what the Rooster Brothers were doing. Really, just shows that he's got horrible taste. You know what's funny about? I mean, people like talk about the. I mean, the Russos did a lot of good stuff when it came to that. And I even, I even say the same thing about Spider-Man. I think the Russo brothers did better than. It's a little bit. I mean, just because it just felt like a different Peter Parker when the Russos were handling Peter Parker and Spider-Man. In my eyes, I mean, even like when he when he gets introduced in Civil War, you see his apartment and everything like where he lives. It's different than when you see. Uh, homecoming like it's just and then peter's wearing like fucking you know um thrift store clothes and you know it's like it was like wait wait i mean i get what john wants is doing he's all about the coming of age aspect of it and he's a 80s kid who just wants to do like that kind of stuff but i don't know for some reason it's just i enjoy spider-man more when it was handled by the russo brothers but then obviously no way home that was probably like all right well that's they you know I mean, yeah, that was his best yeah, Spider-Man. Performance. That was his best Spider-Man right there, for sure. But, but I, but I mean, I, I can't. I, I Far from Home is a very difficult watch for me too. It really is. It's up there with with fucking Ragnarok. When I rewatched it again, um, back in November, I was like, Good God, this is just rough. I mean, I like some of the Mysterio stuff, but it just it is such a rough watch. Um, getting to that, at least that final battle. But and I'll say it again, like for all the good things in Far From Home, that sequence where Mysterio is laying out for his crew their backstory, <laughs> which they all already know. <laughs> yeah, that was that bad. Theater, I just went, why? That was bad. That was really bad. I mean, like, and it's just like, and, and, you know, kudos to Jake Gyllenhaal for at least just like going for it. <laughs> that scene too. It. It's painfully clear. I'm going like, fo- like crew. I'm going to tell you everything you already know, just so yeah. the audience can know it. Yeah, a lot of exposition right there. I mean, but I do like, like you know, when the in the, in the final act where. Or he's really fucking with uh, Spider-Man and he's doing all the crazy stuff. And God, that was all beautifully done. I thought that was where it was strong. But getting to that point was just a rough fucking ride. Really was. I mean, the whole MJ and Peter stuff was like, oh, fuck. You know? 
like I liked her a lot better than I liked her at Homecoming because at Homecoming she was just an annoying jerk. But yeah. everybody was She's much better in No Way Home. Honestly. Oh yeah, every everything was brought up a notch big time in No Way Home. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But I mean, I mean, and now I mean John Watts. I mean they they he's doing the Skeleton Crew. Is that what they called it? The Skeleton yes. Crew. Yeah, starring, starring Jude, Jude Law. Law, which I love me some Jude Law, man. I love that guy. But I was like out of the blue. I, I think it was Rob Keys that put. <laughs> did you see Rob Keys' Twitter? He uh he goes, oh yeah, this is the skeleton crew, and he shows like the burnt corpses of Uncle O. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was like, I started crafting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> he showed that shot of like the burnt corpses of uh, Uncle O and Brew. Oh man, oh, that's the skeleton crew right there. And it was like, oh, that was that was good. That was good. Good on Rob for that. Even Stephen was like, Rob, what? Oh, just like that was funny, but hey, you I know, looking, more Star Wars. I'm looking forward to She Hulk, though. I mean, for all the CGI, I am looking forward to that show. Okay, I'm actually um, kind of looking forward to Miss Marvel. Uh, you know what? You know what? After re after seeing the, the reactions to it, and you know, um, I thought, yeah, you know what? Maybe this will be enjoyable. It, it I mean, just from the react, the trailers didn't pull me in. It felt very, you know, I and I hate saying it too when they say like CW, but it did feel CW. Um, like, what we, know, we see of, of Miss Marvel in the trailers, it looks better than the comics. Um, certainly, like in Multiverse of Madness, America Chavez was a lot better than she was in the. Oh, comics. she was she was great. She was great. Yeah. yeah. Like in the comics, like the comics are just people. Do, do you guys like follow Sochi Gomez on TikTok? Yeah. No, she no. does some things, some very like kind of eyebrow raising things, and you're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, but, saying, like, like what? <laughs> you know, there's one video that comes to mind immediately where she did uh, um, kind of a dance to Milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Oh boy, yeah, see, yeah. um. Okay, so I remember. Okay, so oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so remember. Okay, we all know who Soups is, right? Soups, the guy yeah. who does reactions, and he says, "Let's go way too fucking much." Um, oh, the, roar, yeah. the roaring guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Streamer. He, you know, but you know, respect to the guy. You know, he's he's uh, built up his uh, his brand to being you know that guy and uh, doing these fan events, which is great. He did a fan event for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and she was going to be the guest wherever they were. She, she was, I mean, she was wearing his jacket, like one of his jackets. Like I guess he gave her like a, a soups jacket or whatever. But she's yeah. literally wearing like a headband for a top, and I'm going, she's 16 <laughs> years old. And she's going to be wearing that in front of a bunch of fucking nerds <laughs> like at this theater. And but I'm like, you're I'm like, is anybody going, hey, you're you're, you're 16. You're, maybe not. Maybe wear something a little bit more. But I mean, it seriously was like uh, like a headband that was just covering that. And I'm going, yeah, I will say this. Yeah. <laughs> I think that she could be referencing that there was a time when look. The term sweet 16 is for a reason. There was a time where that was the age of consent. Maybe that's what she's referring to. I don't. Who knows? But it was a little odd. And then, of course, people always try to throw soups under the bus. There was like something where, and I didn't even believe like the, the image. That was, did you see that image? How was that? The way that he touched her knee or something? Yeah. It had like a hand on her knee. And I'm like, was that, did that really happen? <laughs> you know, there are, I mean, yeah. But <laughs> uh -oh, like, you're, upset. you're upsetting the chat. They don't tell women what to wear. 
Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I'm like, it just seemed like it was a little like, oof, for you know, being that young, you know. Well, and, no, you know, I get it. It's, it's, you know, bringing that up is interesting because, you know, of course it's Hollywood. There's yeah. a lot of uh, stigma with Hollywood and young actors, you know, being, that's the thing that, uh, I'm really you know, being, about. being groomed and being, you know, told to maybe look a certain way or be, before they turn 18 and then let loose when you're 18. And it's like, uh oh. So, you know, hopefully she has good people around her and, uh, you know, she doesn't fall prey to any of that. Yeah. I know. They just, yeah, it's kind of creepy because the soup's posted a picture that he took with her, and all the comments were like, "Oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous!" Oh, don't worry, guys. <laughs> don't worry, I'm Dude. 16, by the way. And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, are you, yeah are I'm you? supposed to believe of you don't even have a picture of yourself, <laughs> and you're saying, you're, "Oh, but it's it's okay, guys. I'm 16 too." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, when Millie Bobby Brown came out and was like, "I don't like y'all talking about me like that," I feel like that's gonna be Sochi Gomez in like two years because. Probably. There's when just like, 18, yeah, yeah. There's just some things that men, you know, my age, older, just you just shouldn't say out yeah. loud or even on social platforms. And when you comment about women like that, especially of that young of an age, it's it's just not a good look. It's not so, a good look. Definitely. Good look. I mean, it's Twitter for you for sure. Well, and I, I, know, I work true. with that guy. You work with that guy? Yeah. yeah. You work with a guy like that? Yeah. Say anything. Ugh. I know. I've worked with guys like that too, you know. Oh, Dave, you're 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 half Mexican, Dave, and I'm Latino too. You know how Latino culture is. You got these old uh, these dirty old Latino men that's looking Oh, I know. Yeah, he is Latino like, too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, my my grandpa, my grandpa. You know, <laughs> he rest in peace who passed away recently. Oh, yeah. He did not hold back when it came to uh, things that were in his brain, which is what was hilarious about my grandpa. You know, especially if he's been, you know, tossing back a couple. Oh, he just did not have any filter. No filter. And I loved it when my grandma Lupe would just fucking get so pissed off at him. It was just one of those things where you just I mean, she'd just be like, hey. Hey, and she would just do that pointing thing, you know, mm -hmm. that, 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 that Mexican grandmas do just like, just, you know, she would just, just well, yeah, and then do that like kind of thing. Oh, man. And he's like, Hey, what are you, Hey, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to die in a few years anyway. <laughs> That's kind of like the way you look oh, at grandpa. it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> grandpa. Miss him. You know, but yeah, I know. I, I get that. Yeah. They, but you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I was just saying like, you know, I, I the way I looked at it was just the fact that it's like, yeah, okay, wear whatever you want, but just kind of know the audience. You know, like, hey, okay, you know, just realize where you're at, and maybe that that's the that's the only thing that I was like trying to like get the point across. Where I'm like, mm, all right, all right, okay. So, you know, and because then I felt sorry for a little bit for soups because it's like, oh yeah, you got to host this whole thing and. Then people are trying to like make you think like you like uh like you're a weirdo. Like, yeah, like yeah. you're a weirdo or something like that. So it's just well, like one of those kind of things. And again, that's why I'm priding myself on focusing more on She-Hulk in this case. Well, okay. I think this would be a, a good way to segue into uh, another young actress, Millie Millie Bobby Brown and Stranger Things. Fuck. I mean, I've only watched uh, half. The, half. I've only. I'm only like. You haven't finished um, it? No, I didn't finish it, man. Oh, they're man. long. They're fucking. They're they're long episodes. Yeah. It's hard to do. Like I watched uh, five episodes yesterday, 
And my God, did that the end of episode four? Fuck. Oh, that was stressful. Dude, I was like, I was standing right here behind my couch, just going, oh God. Is it, ah. I was like, go, 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 go. I mean, the, the, the gift that I use, you know, of Kramer, like when, yeah. you know, he's just like, go. That's the way I felt. I was like, go. Because it was funny because when it came to Max, the character, mm-hmm. you know, when you watched, when you, when you, when you saw the trailer, and you saw that something happens with Max where she gets lifted up into the air. By the way, who have we all how, who's seen anything of season four? I am up to episode five. Okay, good. So you saw episode okay. four. Jacob, I, I was you behind just watching it. Okay. What episode are you on? Um four. Okay. Well, so there you go. We won't go any spoilers. So go, we'll go, watch, any spoilers. go finish it and come back. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we won't go into any we won't go into any spoilers because especially since I you know, yeah, we won't do we won't do that. Like yeah. I said, Dave, I don't follow Stranger Things that much, so I don't care. Okay, okay. But it, it's just uh, basically like it was one of those things where or like what's happening in this season, you know, with this uh this new uh villain. Um what's his name? Vecna Vecna? Right? Yeah, Vecna. Yeah, Vecna. Vecna. Vecna yeah, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Basically a Freddy Krueger type of character. Yeah, very much like that. I'm going to so, keep my mouth shut because there's a seriously solid Freddy Krueger reference in episode five. That's all I'm going to say. Nice. I, yeah, there, I think I, remember, I know what you're talking about because, yeah, I got through I put on that mm-hmm. last night. But And then not mm-hmm. to mention, Robert England is in this season, which mm-hmm. is pretty damn great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the end of episode four, because, like, we – when you saw that in the trailer, you're like, what the fuck is happening there? Why is she going up into the air like that? And then when you realized, when you see what, what was, what was happening in the season where people were doing that, uh, the whole thing I was going, Oh shit. And then you like with her character arc in this, you're going, Oh shit. Well, please, please. No, 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 no. It's massive. Yeah. And then when it's happening, when it's happening, you're going, uh, and then when she gets, out of it but not fully and she's running and you're just like that was just ah ah man and then the way it ends you're just like oh talk about just god damn it the fucking what the duffer brothers as they called duffer brothers yeah yeah those guys man they just they just sean Sean levy too he's heavily involved in the show too Oh yeah, he's directing a lot of the episodes, but man, Jesus Christ, man, they're just. Na- oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, kudos to Netflix for throwing a bunch of money at him, even though it's, you know, thirty million dollars an episode. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It shows though. It, it fucking shows. Every episode feels like a goddamn like you know updated, like but it's movie. like it's a short movie, but it keeps that '80s vibe so well too. You know, it's like it's like when you watch old '80s movies. And, you know, the VFX were always kind of like, eh, you know, obviously. But now you got good VFX. Like, there's yeah. some VFX in here. You're like, holy shit. That's, I mean, the the Vecna Vecna himself. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's like almost like a Davy Jones level shit from Pirates of the Caribbean because his body, like, things move on his body. You know, you almost oh, think like, it's like, oh, it's like practical. Like, oh, that too. Steppenwolf, like yeah. Like Snyder's yeah. the blueprint. He's always the blue friend. I haven't gotten there yet, but I've, I've heard that sentiment echoed quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, the, but the way the character is, I mean, like, he, like things are moving in his body 
and it's obviously like mocap of an actor that's you know but it, i thought it was going to be all practical when i first saw him in the trailer but yeah there's definitely a lot of vfx that are going into it and man i tell you what some squirmy stuff i get squirmy oh. with some shit I'll say, I'll say this, not to spoil, no, no spoilers, but the last episode, it is, it is revealed who Vecna is, and it's oh, very, man. it's very, very good. It's very good. Uh, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have genuinely no idea. I'm just throwing shit out there because I'm, I'm only on episode five. So I would I, not I be surprised if that would ended up being the case, but, but, but then again, it doesn't really fall into the story that they've already established, but hey, right. I know, no, I'm curious to see. And that's why I'm like going, ah, damn it. God damn it. I got to finish this. I got to finish this tomorrow because I'm starting to see people starting to talk more about it on the timeline and they're not holding back. I mean, after Obi-Wan came out, I don't know how many fucking young Leia pictures I saw. And I was like, damn, that was people just didn't hold back at all. You know, I was like, I'm glad I fucking decided to watch those first two episodes on Thursday night. You know, I'm glad they dropped it early for us at least, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, people, people suck, man. People suck when it comes they to just want, it's for clout, man. They just want oh, the, I know. the fucking clout, the clout, like you know, like people like Jesse, they just want clout. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesse, I love the fact that people no. are like in the chat, keep on going, like, hey, hey, especially uh, Nighthawk, she keeps on going, hey, uh, you know, say this, say that. What did the woman say? I don't know. They were saying I saw like a bunch of stuff yeah, like this. Yeah. Like, well, I love Henry's curves. Okay, there you go, Gator Girl. <laughs> <laughs> they like they like the voice, man. You got to start your own podcast where you have that, right. that smooth voice. That was, can... uh, Stranger Things is good. Like the last episode is an hour and an hour and a half, and then uh, no, it's two and a half and hours. No, the, this one, the oh. first part, the first part. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The two and a half hours is gonna be the season, the season finale. Yeah, because that's, that's not insane. out yet, right? No, that's gonna come on July. That's right. That's right. They're holding back, which smart, cool. They want to keep. I think it's good because they have so many like because they got the the Hopper side story, they got the Eleven side story, they got the you know the kids like Max side story and all that. And it's like they need. To, I guess the episode needs to be that long, you know. That I don't feel right. like I don't feel like there's like. Any like filler stuff on this? Yeah, I think it all. That's what I like about this season. That's what I've been noticing watching the first five episodes. Is the Hopper stuff started off slow, and I'm kind of going, "All right." I mean, I mean, obviously he's got to get back, but it was mm -hmm. like, okay, it's slow start, and, and then the eleven stuff was like, okay, yeah, the cliche. She's bullied in school and blah blah blah. But but the, the the real interesting stuff is the Max stuff and that you know and Dustin and and Lucas the Lucas stuff and Steve, that whole thing. I mean Jesus Christ. There's a there's also a one shot a one shot a continuous shot in what I think is episode three, when you know the house gets stormed by you know. Oh Can yeah, you, the, the Jesus Christ! Military. I was like, yeah, yeah. "There you go." There's a one shot in. Oh this yeah, season. when they're following the the guy around. Yes, like, yes, actually, yeah, that was pretty cool. Which was like, because you know, they throw you a curveball because it's like, hey, this is where obviously they got to get to. Uh, they got to get back to Hawkins, and and then they're like, "Oh, we found the, we figured out the way," and they're about to happen, and all of a sudden fucking curveball and it just gets goddamn insane and it's a one shot a one shot it was like oh they didn't cut there was no cuts during this whole little sequence right here i was like 
God damn it. Yeah, this is, I mean, they money well spent, $30 million a goddamn episode. Jesus. So, yeah, definitely. It shows. It, de- it definitely shows. It definitely shows. But, uh, I mean, I think uh, before we wrap it up here, um, um, let's, talk a, let's talk a little bit more about that Flash costume. Is anybody, <laughs> what, what are we thinking? Like, there's a circle on that, the wrist right there. And, you know, I talked about it on Film Chunky Live. What do we all think in that? Because um, I think it was Ryan Zeverfett who, when I posted my little film chunky shot, talking about that, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, he said good eye." And then it, you know, it's in the in the uh, prequel comic or prelude comic, whatever. Where because you see Flash like that, and there's a circle. So what do we think in that? Well, first, I don't suppose you could pull up the image of it. Yeah, I can pull up. Let me see. Because. When you mentioned like the circle on his wrist, um, my first thought that comes to mind is how in some of the animated films, in like the animated Flashpoint or animated whatever, he, or he he has a, a a circular like either a watch or a ring that's basically his where he like he 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 pushes it and then his whole costume comes on it. So it's rather like how that's what he has the ring for. So. I thought that, yeah, but I mean, the ring is like it shoots out the, and then he just, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a lot like, like how Tony's like yeah. Iron Man's team, like in uh, Infinity War. Mm. It's just his Apple Watch. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's why the suit comes on. I feel like it could be a number of things because it could mean like maybe it's a, it's, it's like a, uh, what's the third word I'm looking here for? It's like smartwatch technology. Maybe it keeps track of how many calories he's eating or, you know, could needs to eat. Could be like interdimensional, mm-hmm. universal travel. I'm honestly not yeah. too sure. Yeah, it. I know, but I was kind of worried because like, I didn't like the whole like, uh, you know, you know, time travel GPS that they had in Endgame. I was like, oh, it's a little weird. But at the same time, yeah. I'm like, maybe it could be some kind of multiverse thing to communication. Like, um, like uh, because Bruce, because the idea is that Bruce um, made it, help him make yeah. it. So it could be a communication watch with Bruce. Yeah, that's what you know. That's what's so funny about this whole thing too is like, well, you know, when people are like constantly, you know, especially the the diehard fans that just want to shit all over anything that's new and everything. It's like, do you guys realize that your favorite Batman is the one that created this costume? It's like <laughs> supposed to be the one that kind of designed it for him and stuff like that. And you know, I mean. That's the thing. It's like all I ask for people is like, yeah, you could criticize it, say what you don't like, but man, when, when some of these guys go so hard and be like, you know, and and I and I like obviously the original suit. It's great, but it's a good starter suit. I want obviously that's not like that's just something that Barry himself put together. I mean, I'm one of those guys that I still love the Flash 1991 show suit the best. There's just something about that suit that I just I like how it looks. I just like how it looks, but in 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 and you know, it, again, headgear, yes. That's where I think that's the common complaint is the headgear just looks wonky. But yeah. people, I yeah. think but there's people being ridiculous about it though. Like I've seen some yeah. things that have gone a lot, a lot of likes making it seem like the like the helm like the cow sticks all the way out in the back and it doesn't even do that. Oh yeah. They some saw, people people saw one bad they people saw one bad low quality picture and yeah. then they think that that's, uh, that's how it's looking and they're completely ignoring the high rise pig where it looks great like there's it's just the mass part like around the nose and stuff that looks kind of weird but the yeah. the the other part goes perfectly around the head so i don't know yeah. and by the way like, people are looking at 
by the way, Dave, like you brought up, like you know that the suit that's like your favorite Flash suit was it the '90s? I believe was that it? Yeah, the '90s Flash suit. Yeah, the. I don't know if he already was that buff or not, but he looks like a bodybuilder in that suit. Oh yeah, he. I mean, I mean, well, you know, Mister Ship. You know, he's a he's a in shape dude. But of course, yeah, there's added, you know, added definition, of course. But I just like the the the, the fabric, the texture. I mean, it looked like it was suede, and it just was like it was straight up like, hey, the Flash. I mean, there's nothing to it. You got a belt that looks like a lightning bolt. You got the emblem. You got the fucking uh, wings off the. I just thought it was like i don't know there's just it just really like especially at the time i mean that's just what the suit looked like obviously it's been upgraded many iterations were and what i when it came to the the little teaser that we got i love the fact that there is going to be like electricity going basically kind of coming off the the emblem and when we see that shot of him in like the bat cave i guess and it's just like i think that's just that looks really really cool in my eyes, I'm like, I thought he did that. Even the cow looked good. The, the helmet looked good in that shot. So it's kind of funny though that this current suit, this new suit, people are saying, you know, they point to like, you know, the muscle pattern on the suit. They say, well, come on, Ezra Miller isn't that buff. I was like, well, well he's pretty ripped. Well, that other guy, you know, his suit made him look like a bodybuilder. So it's not like there's not tradition. Yeah. I think I think I think uh, as we move forward in uh, live action comic book suits, superhero suits, they, they they're probably going to start straying away more from the uh, the 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 you know the muscle padding a little bit more. It's like all right, let's get it a little bit more practical, I guess you could say. But yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I mean, when people are like, I mean, there's there's images out there of. Ezra with at least his shirt open, he's got a fucking eight pack. I mean, he's a rip, you know, he's a lean he's dude. He's like a lean, lean rip. He's a lean, he's one of those, he's one of those guys. I have a friend like this too who cannot work out for like a year and still have like an eight pack. And then when he starts working out, it just starts, it's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> like, also, geez, probably has like a high, he probably also has like a high metabolism. Oh, yeah, he definitely does. He definitely does. Kind of makes it all the more funny when people are or like complaining about his cat. Like, oh, come on, you know Barry Allen should be should be an athlete. I mean, it's like, well, have you seen Ezra Miller with his shirt open like that? I mean, yeah, he should be an athlete. Yeah, it's just weird complaints, but I think I, I'm just wondering, like, when it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, we get like costumes where it's like, it's not. I mean, look at, I mean, I mean, obviously they're always going to have something, but I mean, I think, I mean, when, when it comes to the rock saying the hierarchy of the DC, blah, 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 it's just, I think he's just saying it because he's the one that's not going to have padding and it. And it's just like, Holy shit, look at that. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what he really means. But, but at the same time, it's like, it, it should get, it's probably going to get to a point as we further along where, I mean, but look at even like the, the flash TV series. It's not like there's abs and definition on on grant gustin you know he's in shape but he's a lean dude he's a skinny dude so i don't know if it's ever gonna you know get more to that point but it's just aesthetically of course it looks good because wow. you know they want to rip it out i mean look at every every time you look at a comic book panel every fucking hero is just and just yoked out of their mind i mean not every superhero needs to be like jacked you know they don't no. need to be all ripped that's I mean, why even Superman doesn't have to be ripped. He's just, you know, he's a powerful, strong dude. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. I mean, I mean, that's what I liked. Um, you know, when when I've had debates with people about Pattinson, 
and yeah, fucking beta. Look at that. Yeah, Ben Affleck. <laughs> look at Ben. It's like, shut up. I'm like, what? It's like, it's more, it's a little more realistic. Like, he's still got a lot of tone. Yeah, he's not bulging out. Like, uh, you know, but it's, it's like, I mean, is that what you want? Anytime, I, mean, like, anytime I see like those comments, like talking about the people's bodies, I just picture like the meme of like the fat dude at the computer or whatever. Like, <laughs> that's just talking that's shit. Like, I made that joke. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, yeah, the guy that's playing uh, Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why like, I made that see, joke. All right, let's see what you look like, bro. Let's yeah, see I know. I made that joke too, like a while back. I'm like, no, no, not guys, you know, commenting on Robert Pattinson's physique who haven't done a sit up since PE in high school. It's like, come on. It's like, that's usually what it is. And I'm like, and then of course that got into a whole thing with like some people and, and it was this one guy, especially, and it was just like, he would not stop. And I'm just like looking at his profile. I'm like, dude, you should not be talking. <laughs> I mean, like you're you're talking shit about his physique. He's like, yeah, but I mean, he doesn't look menacing. He doesn't look menacing. I'm like, how the fuck does he not look menacing in that costume? That's what yeah. it's all about. It's not how yeah. Jack like big he is. It's how how he looks in the costume, and he looks menacing right. in the costume. Jesus Christ! He's John Campia, don't you think? Do what? Hmm. a better shape than John Campia, don't you think? Who is? I don't think John Campy has ever worked out a day in his life. <laughs> hey, we got Nicotina joining. Hey, right what's now. up? Hey. What's up? Hey. What's up, Andre? Oh, man, we were like winding down a little bit. We were like two oh, hours. Oh, great. I mean, it's a good thing I jumped on now. <laughs> my fault. My fault. I told him to jump on. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You know, so, All good. guys, I, I just got back from watching Top Gun Maverick, and holy shit. Okay. That movie is badass. Oh my god, I <laughs> love right, right? every minute of it. Every fucking minute of it, I love. Right from the very, very beginning, when like the Paramount logo comes on, I was like, "Oh my god, this is badass!" <laughs> yeah, like yeah, right you away. Hear the, you, hear, you hear the theme song just starting up. You're like, "All right, there it is." And then it, it, it does Danger Zone. I was just like, "Oh my god, this is badass!" Oh, spoilers, man. Jesus. Dangerous. <laughs> what the hell, bro? I'm sorry. That, that no, doesn't no, no, mean no. anything. I think I think everybody expected that to be in the movie. I think yes, I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, it was in the first right movie back. like twenty times. So I mean, sure. well, who hasn't seen the movie? I mean, have you guys all seen I it? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen, seen it. it. I haven't. It's well, okay. I won't say any more, but it's pretty badass, dude. Yeah. Like, I I absolutely love it. It it, it definitely holds up to, uh, you know, like the original Top Gun. Like, it, it's it it's it's right there with it. Like, it's really really good. No, when I went to go watch, no, I feel Dark bad. I feel bad, Jose. I, I didn't know you hadn't seen it yet. No, that's cool. Man. I'm actually uh, disappointed in you. Hey, you know, I'm, I've been a little busy. <laughs> no, but when I saw when I went to go watch Doctor Strange and they showed the IMAX preview for yeah. Top Gun, I was like, I was like, wow, this movie's gonna be something it's off the special. Hook, dude. Like the camera work they do in this movie is like I've never seen shit like this in my life. It's it's so pretty incredible impeccable. what they did. Was that? It's pretty impeccable. It is. You guys really think it's going to make a billion? Yeah, I do. Because it, it's like, uh, it's the equivalent of like going to a theme park and riding like a bunch of roller coasters. I, I, I'm, I'm no joke. It, it's it's that good. I was like, dude, this is awesome. It's pretty so good. in Martin it's Scorsese's like, words, it's not. Hey, we got, I know. I was going to say, we got Scorsese over here. <laughs> <laughs> This is cinema. No, no, no. But, uh, you know, what Andre is saying, it's like, yeah, I mean, um, and even just watching the original Top Gun today, it's like, 
I mean, it's great, still great, but when they're in the cockpit, you just you just don't feel like you do in this movie when you're yes. you know, feeling the G force. They're feeling the G force, where like their eyes are like and their faces are like moving and everything like that. I mean, it's just like you feel like that sounds oh, like a like, good. That's like a review right there. Like this movie's so good. When they're in the cockpit, you feel it in the pit of your. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel it in the cockpit. Is what you feel it. I was seeing because I was seeing people in the chat going, "Look, if if this Top Gun doesn't have the whole you know gay subtext, that I'm going to be disappointed." I was like, "Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, shout out to Zay. oh yeah." I'll... <laughs> Yeah, Quentin Tarantino famously put, yeah, I think in an interview a long time ago, and he uh, talked about yeah. all the homoeroticism in, in, in the movie. And when you yeah. look at it like that, it's like, yeah, you, you feel it. You do. Yeah. You definitely now, do. Now, what was it like? Some of the... Some of the... With Quentin, Quentin was deliberately changing some of the facts of the movie. Because yeah. like, it says like that Iceman says to uh, Maverick, you can ride my tail anytime as opposed to <laughs> my roommate. So yeah, like some of the letting, us, letting us in on the fact that he's joking, but he, he, he's, he, he's explained that his point is that people, ha his point was about how critics were trying to like put, you know, homoerotic subtext to do all these 80s action films, like, you know, with guys showing off their, you know, their muscles and all that, that was, oh, that's, that's gay and all that, well, <laughs> you could put well, right off the bat, they're you. like, they have those two guys, and the guy's like, is giving me a hard on, and the guy's like, yeah. don't. Do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but see, to, to me, like, that, that's the whole fun part about, like, a movie like Top Gun, is that is. you can make these kind of, like, uh, you know, yeah, claims that like, oh yeah, there's all these kind of gay or homosexual undertones, and we even though there's not, but like Maverick and Iceman, and they yeah, secretly it, want each other. It, exactly, yeah. but at the end of the day, I, I, I absolutely love Top Gun, so I'm like, dude, I don't care. I fucking love this movie. It's badass. I, I, mean, just, always, I just always make fun of the fact that I mean, everybody is so goddamn sweaty in the first Top Gun movie. Everybody <laughs> with like shiny sweat, like, and there's fans everywhere in that movie. They didn't have AC apparently no back in 1986. <laughs> yeah, there's fans everywhere, but they are. I mean, everybody is sweaty except for Kelly McGillis. She's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Perfectly yeah. fine. No sweat at all. Um, no sweat. And no uh, what was what was I reading? It when when Nighthawk was saying that. Uh, yeah, like right off the bat, like I got goosebumps. I was like, yeah, this is badass. Oh yeah, yeah. When you hear that music, when the Paramount logo happens, and then it, you know, it's just it leads you right into it. It just leads you right into it and then of course we catch up on what 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 pete mitchell has been doing yeah pete a, mitchell a, yeah pete mitchell when they say his name like pete mitchell i'm like what no yeah it's Maverick. Maverick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then and then you know i mean i, I always kind of made fun of the fact that like miles teller and the way he looks how would they he looks just like goose i was like that's a little too on the nose but then apparently um i saw like a clip of an interview that he did and apparently that's what got him the part he wasn't cast yet. And I guess they were still trying to figure out who they wanted to play rooster. And apparently miles Teller was like, all right, he tanned himself. He made his hair blonde ish and he grew the mustache. And apparently when he walked in, Tom Cruise is there. Tom Cruise went, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're the guy. You're the guy because wow. I guess that's what they wanted. They wanted him to like, you know, resemble because if you look at Miles Teller, does he resemble? I mean, maybe a little bit, but maybe a does he little really bit. Resemble? Nah, no. it's, all, it's all mustache. 
Yeah, it's all that mustache. It really mustache. fucking sells it. It really sells it. So apparently, yeah, he just went above and beyond and even tanned himself and you know bleached the hair. And yeah, I mean, I guess that tactic works for some. I know it didn't work very well for uh, what's her face who wanted to be Catwoman. Uh, oh yeah, Sean <laughs> Young. Sean yeah. Young. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. That didn't hey, work out very well. Hey, what's up, Gary? Gary's made it. Now we're just talking. Have you seen Top Gun, Gary? Yo, what's up, Gary? Oh, can you hear us, Carrie? Carrie. Carrie. Carrie, are you there? I can't Carrie. hear anything for some reason. You can't hear anything? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, that's not good. I like going waves. twice for yes. I know. No, can't hear anything. You Uh-oh. Use the sign language. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, it was just funny. He was just like... Well, just... All right, see you next time. Show's over. I got Goose's son. Because remember, in the first movie, of course, Goose's son shows up. He's a little kid, but he and Goose are singing Great Balls of Fire. Does he sing Great Balls of Fire in this movie? I can't. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I can't tell you that. I can't answer that question. Yeah, that's not that's not even like spoilery. It's like, I cannot give that literally, order. Literally in the trailer, you actually see him at a piano with his yeah. sunglasses on. I mean, no, like but, I said, but, they do the callbacks well. They do the callbacks well. It, it, but, it was but, a little too We won't see though. what that scene, what what's happening in that scene. There's something that happens in that scene where it's like, oh, and you know, you kind of go, oh, kind of thing yeah. when that scene happens. Yeah. So we have a top Chris thing together, right? Uh, that I won't tell you. That I won't tell yeah. you. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta see it. Like that's what makes sense. But yeah. I mean, right. like the way they filmed it, though. I mean, because I mean, they've already talked about this openly that you know they were actually in those jets, you know, oh, yeah. flying those scene, you know, flying <clears throat> in in the jets in the cockpit, and like I think that was probably the best way you could possibly have done it because I mean, you really felt like the 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 gravity of it, you know, oh, yeah. the force of it, like. <laughs> You're just like, oh my yeah. god, and you can see it in their faces too. They're just like, oh, oh like yeah, some, yeah. yeah some of the reactions that I, I think were actually their real reactions of like, oh, oh yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was, and like, and I, you better believe that some of the dialogue. I mean, that had to be all post production because there's no way that they were able to say some of these lines when they're like, you know, being pulled like certain ways. You know, that's what made it easier for the first one. They're on a soundstage in a fucking, you know, cockpit. That's just, you know, yeah. And also, the fact that they always had the mask on so they could dub whatever they wanted. Oh, yeah. They could yeah. do whatever oh, yeah. the hell they want. Yeah. No, it, it all just works. It all just, the thing I'm curious about is just, like I said, I'm curious about the, there's going to be like an uptick during Father's Day weekend. But I'm curious if they just decide, hey, let's do another one. And I'm going, all right. Um, I don't you know? know, man. I was, about to, I, was, I was literally about to ask you guys, like, if would you or and should they make another one? But the I, thing is, like, is the thing is, like, without giving anything away, because, like I said, when it comes to like what what they have to do, it's like who's, who's gonna make it out of this one? I mean, it's like, but there's, it's just it's weird. Because I would say no. I would say I would say no because it. there's not enough there. But then at the same time, maybe there could be enough there. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I would Give say it no, 20 but, years and then yeah. maybe they might do it. Can you hear us? I don't know. Can you hear us, Carrie? Carrie, nothing? Carrie. 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 What is that? I can hear his TV in the back. I can definitely hear that. You know what it is? It's because he has the earbuds. They're, yeah. they're probably not connecting. He probably doesn't have it because if, if you go into the settings, 
like with the earbuds, you have to like make sure that it's on the mic for that and on the audio for that. It's a pain in the ass. It can be. Charge your AirPods. Yeah, (laughs) he's got dead AirPods. (laughs) No, but one thing, one thing I was thinking about today too is like, uh, you know, I mean, there could be a prequel definitely for Top Gun. I mean, remember with I mean the whole the big uh, arc in the first one is the fact that he's living in his dad's shadow kind of thing. You know? Yeah, that's true. Say that again, yeah, Eric. Right. <laughs> so you got like the backstory of Maddox's father and Viper. They're missing together. Where um, where his father went to dead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that was <laughs> yeah. That was, one of the things, that was one of the things that uh that I was thinking about, like when I was watching Top Gun today. I was like, oh yeah, there's a lot that the theme was heavy on the fact that he's you know he's Duke Mitchell's <clears> kid. And everything like that, and I'm like, hey, you know, and they, you know, I, they don't really touch too much of it in the second one, but because it's more about Goose and that whole thing and Brewster. Again, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm dancing around eggshells, so I'm trying to talk about certain things, but I think they could do that. something with, when it comes to uh, maybe they could do something where it's like, well, hey, can we have a story that involves Maverick's dad and that whole thing? I don't know. It could, but I, I mean, the whole selling point on this was that it was Tom Cruise. As yeah. Maverick, so it was like, yeah, that's what, that's what well, Tom that's Cruise can play, play his dad. Have Tom Cruise play his dad. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Put a different wig on him, you know, and just like. No, you're all, I mean, you're all, you're not stating the obvious. They just need to go fly into space in the third one. Oh, God. Uh, and Tom can you hear us, Carrie? Carrie, can you hear us? I can, I can hear now. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yeah, yes, we're good. Yeah. We're good now. <laughs> yeah, we were wondering about that. I, you know what happened? I, it was Andre. I, I think I switched the setting, and then all of a sudden I could see her. And your description of like you got to do something with the AirPods. Yeah, <laughs> the, no, settings, like, like, the okay, audio is weird. Like on my computer, like if I have my AirPods on, like there's different audio settings. One where it sounds like like, like an AM radio, and then one mm-hmm. where it sounds clean. But then like I tried to use that one time, and like, like they couldn't hear me when I was on different stream. I was like, man, what the hell? right. Uh, normally, normally I wouldn't bother, but like one of my, fr- I have a friend over, and he, we were watching the Friends reunion because he doesn't have HBO Max, and he's a massive Friends fan, and so I was oh, just wow. like, he's like, did you want to do something else? I was like, well, normally I would have joined this Patreon. Did you want to do he- something else? He <laughs> 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 could tell I was looking at my phone and everything like that, and so yeah, he's like, let's go do it. I don't care. I was like, all right, are you sure? And sure, yeah. So, so we're we're, yeah, we're wrapping gonna- up. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, eh, we'll go for a little bit more. Um, but you know, we we're just kind of revisiting Top Gun Maverick. Have you seen it? We were talking mm-hmm. about that again. Yeah, Love what do you think? Love yeah. it. Oh, so awesome. It seems it just seems like there's nobody that just is saying like, "Nah, it's fucking dog shit, man." <laughs> Nobody's saying that. Nobody is saying that. It's just, that's what's so cool. I'm about sure the there's community. somebody so, yeah. hard enough. Oh yeah, there's always somebody. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there were things that I saw in it that I was like, "What?" But at the same time, I was like, "Fuck that! This is Top Gun Maverick. I don't give yeah. a fuck. This is badass." <laughs> like, exactly. Like, you exactly. do what you want to do. You know, it, it was yeah. awesome. But I mean, to think about. You know, another one. I mean, look, when when it was first announced that they were going to make uh, a Top Gun Part Two, I was like, "There's not enough there to make another one." Like, I don't yeah. understand. And then by the time this movie's come out, I was like, "Oh, that was a great story! Holy shit!" You know, so who knows? You know, maybe they could. Yeah, it, it was. I, I think the it's the perfect balance of you have all the nostalgia and homages yes. to the original everything, but it's fresh and new enough like you immediately like the only 
original character really is is you know maverick um <laughs> uh, you know and like but like you immediately fall in love with all the new characters uh and they yeah. all have yeah. a distinct personality that they, that they you really get bought into them all really easily without any hesitation i mean even even jennifer connelly's character who i was in one of the podcasts i was listening to the, the director was like yeah that that they created that character from like one line of dialogue from the original yeah uh, we were talking about that was the like beginning. they mentioned <clears throat> yeah so, so they, they mentioned her, her? Amber, the, yeah if you yeah. watch if you watch like at the beginning mm. uh they they uh strickland as i always call him. i don't even know what the actor's name i just call him strickland oh, strickland um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like he Fuck talks her. about how he talks about how maverick like you know made a you know did something with the Amaral's daughter and then Goose goes, Penny, Penny Benjamin. That's Penny. That's Penny. That's, that's yeah. yeah. That's they talk about that. I think uh, later on when yeah. like Meg they Ryan shows up time, and then yeah, she tells it to Kelly too. McGillis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Meg Ryan also says like the Amaral's daughter, Penny, Penny, Penny Benjamin. And I'm like, I didn't realize that until I just watched that today. I was like, oh, so yeah. Jennifer Connelly's character is not just some new character. It's that character. I thought she made a thin yeah. air. I was just like, dude, no. no. Uh, what's happening right now? I was like, who is this? Like, whatever. Yeah. But, but it's Jennifer Connelly. We accept Jennifer it. Connelly, you know, the, the casting in the movie I thought was really, really good. I, I love the fact that, you know, they brought in, you know, just a great group of actors. John Hamm did a, a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Jennifer Connelly, obviously, I thought that, that was a perfect casting to Miles go Teller. with. To, yeah, Miles Teller. But I, I thought Jennifer Connelly was a good compliment to Tom Cruise's Maverick character. I was like, it just fit right. It didn't seem out of the realm of possibility. Like, Oh, like, like if it was a younger, uh, actress, I would, I would have been like, what the hell? Like, well, whatever, you know, I still probably would have liked it anyway. So man, Carrie, there's a lot of background noise coming from your, Is there? <laughs> yeah, a little okay. bit. Yeah. Uh, just saying, uh, I guess okay. your buddy's like watching TV. Yeah. We're here. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. That. Yeah, yeah. Now, now he's mad. All, he, all he's trying to trim the volume. He's yeah, like, he's oh, like, oh yeah, you're gonna go in the stream. Oh, I'm gonna blast yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who time. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. Should I tell him to turn it down? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nah, we'll be all right. We're, yeah, we'll probably be wrapping this up a little bit, anyways, because we're going out over two hours. But uh, you know, now, um, um, well, Andre, obviously you've seen Obi Wan. What are your tips on Obi Wan? Dude, you know what? I haven't. Seen, I'm gonna watch it tonight oh, because I know. I, I, I so I came home from work and I started watching it, and then my wife had the kids and they were gonna go do something like after school. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch them both right now. And so this was on Friday, and then as soon as I started, I got about like 15 minutes into it, and then they came home. I'm like, oh great. And I, I work early morning, so usually when yeah. they go to bed, I go to bed. So tonight is the night I'm gonna watch all that. So. All right, cool. Yeah, definitely do that. What about you, Carrie? Obi-Wan, did you watch it yet? I watched it, yeah. But what I think, um, honestly, to me, this one, even though I enjoyed both seasons of Mandalorian and, and enjoyed Book of Boba Fett for the most part, this is the one that I felt like, okay, I am really actually watching something Star Wars now. Uh, yeah. It felt felt way more than the previous iterations, the previous okay. shows. And I th- it, a lot of it, I think, I, I think it has to – well, two things. One, the John Williams score, I think, really, really brought me into it a lot. It's, mm-hmm. It just made it feel like, okay, this really is part of 
not just the world of Star Wars, but like really involved, like the connected. And the fact that like, I mean, this is really, I don't think this is a spoiler, but like the lead in is, you know, kind of a recap of the prequel trilogy. Oh, yeah. That was like, insane. When I saw that, that, I was like, holy shit, this is the actual movies. Like, like this is real. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was and, like, and for some reason, just that recap just got me emotionally in a way that I don't think I ever yeah. have just watching the prequels from before. And it just really clued me into like, oh, this really is piggybacking off of like stuff that you've seen before. Um, yeah. So in in ways that the other shows haven't. So I think those two factors really, really made it feel like, okay, this is Star Wars. Like this is a Star I Wars think, show. And this is kind yeah. of the thing I've been hoping this like, this I is think, the feel feel I've been hoping to have for a yeah. while now with these. I, I even said in my little review after watching those two, I saw, I thought, you know what? They're, they're coming up with a good balance of like the, the, uh, the prequels and then the main trilogy. I think they're trying to, that's the, that's the difficult part is like, they really have to balance out like, Hey, this is in between that. So we have to, we can't ignore all that, you know, everything in the prequel, of course. And then of course we have to embrace what's going to going to happen. And I think they're actually doing a pretty good job. Like I said, my only gripe is really the villains are not, you know, I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know where these villains are going to be going. Hopefully it gets better. And then, of course, we're waiting for Vader to show up naturally. Yeah. But I think like what they're trying to do is really balance out the prequels and the uh, the initial Star Wars trilogy, because they really have to like things that were said in those movies that that have to do with Obi-Wan Kenobi have to be you know, have to make sense when it comes to here and when they're trying not to change too much of canon. I mean, of course, they're going to tweak some things. Yes. But, you know, they have to just, you know, they have to they just have to capture that balance and have enough from the things that we did like from the prequels to, you know, be represented. And they're following it well. Yeah, they really do. They're really doing a good job with that. And I like the fact that it's like, okay, we're not going to have Obi-Wan just like right out of the gate, just like pull out his lightsaber and start, you know, let's do this shit. No, he's a, he's a, he's a dude that has some PS, uh, you know, you know, he's he's essentially old. He's getting to old man Obi-Wan and he wants yeah. to just live a normal life. And my God, when he when, when he goes out to the desert and up the box and he buried his and Anakin's Oh no! Sorry, sorry. Wait, sorry, Andre. You didn't see that. Sorry, it's my fault for not being able to watch it this long anyway. So I mean, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to go that far into spoiler territory, but that was just I. I kind of went aw when I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, you shit. Without spoiling anything, I do. I said, Jacob, what do you think, Jacob? I know. Everybody, everybody in the chat's like, is Jacob awake? Is he asleep? No, I'm, I'm, I've been texting this whole time. So I'm, oh, okay. You're resting his eyes. It's a work thing. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah. As okay. long as she's responding back. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, what were we going to say, Carrie? Sorry. Oh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I just, I think it, it, sort of seeing where Obi-Wan is emotionally, like after what the events of the prequels, I think is a really interesting thing. Oh, the thing I was going to say, I won't, this isn't, they pivot from what I thought the show was going to be without me saying, I won't say anything beyond that, but like they, with pretty quickly, they took it in a different direction than what I thought they were going to. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I really like this. They definitely. You know, otherwise, do. otherwise, I felt like I was going to be like, okay, I can see this coming from a mile away. But like the fact they're going this other direction, they are now. I'm like, okay, this is, this is exciting. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else think it was like, that pretty much was a Breaking Bad uh, reference, uh, and it's funny that Giancarlo is part of the universe as well. I think that what? was wholeheartedly intentional. 
Yeah, right. Like it had to be. Like li- he literally looks like Walter White uh, when he goes into the spice. Yep. Um, the spice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, place. yeah, I know you're talking. That was about great. Yeah. I was yeah. like, pretty interesting. I, I, but, never, uh, I never got very far into Breaking Bond, so I don't know. I'm oh, gonna, you got You got to uh, get far into that. That's such a. That's like a perfect. I got the like, towards the, I got the towards the tail end of season two, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to keep going. Oh, you got to keep going. Really, it's a really good show. That, that hasn't gone to the best part. Yeah. One of the best shows. Yeah, ever you missed some of the. You missed some of the. Yeah, you got revisit that definitely definitely is it I does it re- not really become a become more like what when does the point at what point does it really hit hit the ground running it's like uh, i mean three. season three yeah season three it when starts really getting big yeah it starts to take off to the point where you're like holy shit i think where i left off is basically the uh the point where uh spoilers for an old a much older show uh yeah. where christian ritter's character dies uh, yeah I think, that was, I think pretty, I that was, that was pretty dark. That was pretty much. I, I think I, I think I left. I think it's just because one of those things. I'm like, I'm not sure who I'm supposed to be rooting for in this show. That's so the point. I, That's I, the I, point. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I can. Keep, that was That's the thing. Exactly I, like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can keep going without someone to root for as a thing. So that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the whole show rooted in watching someone go from essentially being, and this is, I'm quoting Vince Gilligan here. He essentially wanted yeah. to make a show where you see the fall of someone go from essentially being Mr. Chips to Scarface. Yeah. And yeah. the idea, and it, does. It, it absolutely does. And watching a person like Walter White succumb to things like greed and power that's the interesting angle there like because you have to see him make these really questionable choices as the season goes on then once like season four and five happens you're just like what the fuck oh yeah there's some shit that happened yeah yeah try to try to continue on carrie you really should does it does it do things where it pulls it calls back to things from that that oh yeah i think were important from the first couple seasons okay that was, I would think that was always the thing I was looking for in a show like X Files, uh, whenever they would, would do yeah. that, like whenever they connected the main mythology of like the aliens and stuff like that. So, so. the thing is about Breaking Bad is like it's it's not a show about good people, like, it, no. it, oh, yeah, just, that's, part of my, that's part of that was part of my problem in trying to get into it. As like, and I, it's, I need, it's not I need even necessarily saying for. that they're, they're outright bad people either, it's like they're just I mean, people, you can't even, yeah, you can't even just you, people, There's you can't even root special. for the man's wife. No, no. Yes, you yes. can't even root for the man's wife. Yes. He does, the wife he does bad things too. It's like, oh, <laughs> they all do bad things. It's just he like, definitely I guess Walt, kid. Walt Jr., yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Bathroom. The only thing is, yeah, yeah, you root for him to be. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, there's the, he's like the only character. I mean, but at the same time, the way that they structure their story, I mean, then, you know, there's times where you root for Walt and then you root for Jesse. You know, a lot of times you actually root for Jesse because it's like, dude, you are just like, you need fucking. But then at the same time, then he'll do something. You go, all right, I was rooting for you, dude. And then you did that. Yeah. Yeah, You're just like, oh, my God, what are you doing now? (laughs) But there are some there are some like cliffhangers. I mean, that's that's what that show did was like the fact that like I would be like I was I remember that that summer I was binging it because I wanted to catch up before the series finale. And I would it would be like three o'clock in the morning. I was like. Fuck! I gotta watch another one because I gotta see what happens. You know, you know what? You know what though? Uh, the one character that I I do root for, I, maybe some other people do, especially after Better Call Saul as well, is Mike. Like I'll, I'll yeah. always defend Mike, yeah. like, even right. though he's Mike. even he's though he's a, a bad guy. He's a piece of shit too, but at the same time, you root for him. <laughs> yeah, but his backstory in uh, Better Call Saul, like yeah. See, like, I still have to catch up on that. I gotta catch me, up on Better Call Saul. I always kind of rooted for Hank, even though he's kind of an asshole. True. I still yeah, want, too. 
that his intentions I'm, were always in rooted in the right place. I've sort of heard that he is the one that has the most like I don't know if it's a redemptive arc, but like you see, like you see again. I, I haven't seen the things in the show. I've just heard when I've heard people talk about it that like Hank becomes the one like you feel the most for. Yeah, and, and kind of has like yeah. your, your your perspective yeah. on him flips or something like that in a, in the more Some positive extent. way than when it starts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Is the show is the show Ozark kind of along the lines? I of hear it's. I, I've watched the first season and yeah, it's a little bit like it, but I haven't watched any more. I, I get to catch up on that one too. So. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta I watch that too. I think it's a good Probably place to wrap it up. William, I know you came back, but we're going to be wrapping this up. Right <laughs> of course, he comes back. No, I, came, I, I didn't even think you were going to be on that. When I, yeah. When I yeah. Show, I but, you know, but we had some more people hey, there showing up. So William, William what do you think about Breaking Bad, William? Yeah, yeah. Let's get your opinion. I have Breaking not Bad had a chance to get into Breaking Bad. I watched certain oh, wow. episodes because I had a buddy. I There's a lot of shows that I have to binge watch. That one, I have to finish up. I'm still on season three of uh, – Stranger Things. I'm going to finish that up tonight, and then I'm going to go into season four. I'm, I'm I don't have a lot of time to watch TV as much as I used to, so mm -hmm. DVR is like I got like three years worth of DVR. Seriously, I got stuff going back to uh, 2019. It's not a joke. There's a lot. There's a lot of MCU stuff that I catch up on, but yeah, that's eh, fine. I ain't not missing much. <laughs> yeah, multiverse, multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's always that's always the stuff I watch first when uh, the MCU show MCU shows are on. Yeah, it's yeah. Star Trek. The streaming shows I get right on. I, I, Trek, as as yeah. I watch it. It's a Star, Star Trek. I, I eventually probably want to get into the Picard thing because I always love. I'll, I'll say Barry. it again. You yeah, guys, you guys gotta watch uh, Barry, man. Watch Barry. Yeah, Barry. Barry. Oh, Barry. Yeah, I want to see. Barry's that. fucking great. That's an yeah. amazing show. It's on tonight. Barry. I'm gonna put it on right now. I'm gonna put it on right now in the background. Jamie, has ever finished Tokyo Vice or get into that at all? I still first episode. I've been wanting to see that. It's uh, it's, right. it's really yeah. good. Um, but if you're a Michael Mann fan, uh, the show is somewhat downhill after the pilot. Not, yeah, not, he, not he only like, directed the first oh. episode. Oh, uh, is that what happened? Oh. Yeah. Story could... story quality story quality wise, acting character wise is still great and everything like that, but visually, it just doesn't, none of the rest of the episodes look anywhere near as, as, as Michael, yeah, Michael Mann, Michael Mann has his own signature his own style. style. Yeah. Yeah, I was really hoping does. they would carry that forward, and they just, they, they just didn't, unfortunately. When you watch a movie like Collateral, I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it, it almost seems like there's not much to what he's trying to show you, but I mean, it's just like, it has that feel of like LA night, and it's just like it's just. Dude, when I watched Collateral, cool. when I watched Collateral in theaters, I was like, yeah. I guess maybe because when you you know right when you walk out after watching the movie, I was like, this movie's gonna win Best Picture. This movie, Johnny, uh, Johnny, uh, Jamie Foxx is gonna win Best Act, Best Supporting <laughs> Actor. Depp. Tom Cruise. Is get, let, let's not. Public Enemy is still one of my favorite crime dramas. Let's not break. Yeah, no, let's not let's not go down that route. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is the best. This is movie is amazing. Like Jamie yeah. Foxx is gonna win an Oscar. Tom Cruise is gonna win an Oscar. Like this is. I know. Is insane. I, when it comes to that movie, I'm just going. Can we get more villain Tom Cruise, please? Yes, he played please. the good fucking villain. He's always terrifying. he's always doing With like the, gray the fucking hair. role, but I'm like, damn it! You watch Collateral, he fucking and 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 I even say this too. I think you know when it comes to John Wick and the whole gun fu, I think Tom Cruise actually started that shit. When you Dude, see that like alley scene, yes, when he just goes yeah. bop bop and he just does bop, it, bop, just bop. like wow. Oh. That's Dude, another thing. Like, I, need, I need I need I need more movies with Tom Cruise saying, "Hey, homies." 
<laughs> is that my right. briefcase? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top Gun made two hundred sixty million already. Oh yeah, yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. We just talked about that. Top Gun yeah. is badass. Hey, what were you gonna say, Eric? Sorry, what were you gonna say? It's just like, it's certainly high on my list of things to watch because, like, I've always been a stickler for noir and oh yeah, neon kind of look of the show is like. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and I'm yeah, telling yeah, you, yeah. telling you, don't sleep on Bosch. If you've never jumped on Bosch on Amazon, yeah, that's here, a good don't sleep on that. Yeah. It's and the the, the spinoff of Bosch Legacy has been really enjoyable. Too. You know what? I also heard of the, what's that show with the the guy that plays Homelander? It's called like Banshee or something. I heard that's a good show. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Star. Yeah, oh, yeah, Star, yeah it's called Banshee. That was like a few years ago. Yeah. There's too many. Stars. There's too many yeah. good. Sh- like William said, there's just not enough time to watch everything. Yeah, there's there too is. many really shows. And then, and then, my, and then sometimes when I'm like, oh, like I should put on a new show, and then I end up putting on something I've already seen like a thousand times. I'm like, I always, I always. Zack Snyder's Justice League. They love, yeah. I guess I'll right there. Yeah. Four hours Seriously, later, I'm gonna put. You know what? You know, I feel like I'm gonna watch War of the Worlds right now as opposed to watching something new. You know, something like that. It's like I haven't uh, watched War of the Worlds in a, a couple of years. I gotta watch like, it again. Uh, the, the pilot that, is. The pilot's 40 minutes long. Uh, let me just put Zack Snyder's Justice League on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly, yeah, that's always what happens. It's like, because it, I have like a list of everything that I need, but then I just end up putting on something. It's like comfort food. That's the thing. It's like, if it's like, especially if it's at night, you know, you just kind of want to go, I don't want to have to like, concentrate on something you put on something that's comfort food you know yeah and, and to be honest Zack Snyder's just like it's perfect fucking comfort perfect. food you have that on the ba- yeah. background and you're just like every now and again if you're working on something you look over and you're like oh yeah look at that what a great scene okay I love I have that plan yeah. in the story like, like, look at that fucking masterpiece yeah, yeah. yeah. Zack Snyder's just league BBS is another one that you yes, just have on the background and, and it just works Man of Steel. Uh, I remember the original Avengers was kind of comfort food for me for a little bit there, you know. Mm. But I would say if I was going to choose an Avengers film now, I would choose Infinity War. Oh, like yeah. That's superior yeah, with you. That. Yep. If you want comfort food, I have all the DVDs for all these angels. So. <laughs> See, for me lately, <laughs> it's been Degrassi. I don't, I don't know that. why, but Degrassi? it's been Degrassi for me. Yeah. Wow. I've been, I've, been Degrassi. Yeah. I've been wanting. I've been wanting to go back and do an X Files rewatch for for years and have never. That's good out. comfort food. Yeah, uh, quantum leap. Before, you'll be okay. Yeah, quantum <laughs> leap is a, is, a, is a good one. Uh, yeah, uh, I've, I've, been, of, uh, I've been uh, I've been every night like usually when I'm done with the the show and I'm like doing my editing, I put on Eureka. I don't know if you guys watched Eureka. I never watched Eureka. Oh, I remember that. I remember That's such that. a good I'm fucking not, show. I tell you, don't sleep on Eureka. It went for six seasons. That show was absolutely it, it's. it's it's great. It's fantastic. It'll always be the Simpsons for me too. Like the old yeah. Simpsons episodes. Oh, yeah. like family, the, guy. Yeah. family guy. Family yeah. guy. You know, Lost isn't half bad either. I, I, I never watched Lost. That's another. That's another really watch. I've been watching. Oh, you should do. watch Lost, Dave. That's Lost. I would take the cast of Lost and make my own Batman movie. That's Ooh. what I would do. Yeah, pretty badass. The I was recently watching. Uh, compilation scenes of um, from from the Naked Gun franchise. It's such, I mean, <laughs> it's such a funny. All three of those are so good. The first Hilarious one is the best. They, they don't make movies like that. No, they, no. They, they don't, and they can't. Okay, your Spaceballs, your Hot Shots, your you know those yeah, movies, Hot Shots. Fucking, well, I know. Speaking of well, Top Gun, I mean, Jesus Christ, yeah. that was Hot Shots Part Two. Part Two. Part Two was even fantastic. I mean, they don't make spoof movies like Ace that. Ace Ventura. Anymore. 
Well, oh, yeah, even they, you can't do yeah. that. They, they did, but they were all shitty movies. They were all crappy movies. <laughs> so they just stopped well, making oh, them. Okay, so now that you mentioned that, about they did and they're all shitty movies. Here's the thing is that, you know, one of the things that, that I think is ridiculous is that whenever they kind of rehash or they redo a, a, an older movie, it always comes out just terrible. It's not very good or just doesn't live up to the, old, the original. The only two in recent memory that have done it really well was Top Gun Maverick and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Both of those movies did a fabulous job at, at capturing the essence of the original movie. Like in Ghostbusters Afterlife, when I first heard the music from the first yeah. movie, I was like, yeah. oh, perfect. I mean, like, yeah. well, where has this been, you know? No, I think I think when it comes to doing sequels, like, later on, I think even Force Awakens captured that, too. I think they had a good... Uh, yeah. I think this is when J.J. was like, you know, he was on top of his game, and he was like, all right, I think they captured a good amount of nostalgia, <clears> and then they try to send it off to a new direction but then of course i don't think lucasfilm know knew where what the fuck they wanted to do but i think jj did a good job with force awakens and then going you know like you said i even said that in my review andre was like the, the other time that i felt like this was with ghostbusters afterlife yeah. it was like oh this is capturing a good balance of old and new and i thought they yeah i felt the same way when it came to that what you are you got a better chance with sequels than you do remakes so True. Yeah. When it comes I to think... remakes, what kills remakes is the era. A lot of times, like the Crow, the Crow remake is probably not going to be as good simply because oh, yeah. a lot of it is the era that it was released mm -hmm. in. You're trying yeah. to capture Definitely. the era and the ambience that was in the mid '90s. Same thing when you try to remake Red Dawn and these things. Oh God! Ninety percent of these uh -huh. Red Dawn. Movies, yeah. Ninety percent of these like, movies was uh, the time that they were released in, and you can't replicate that. Yeah. You know what I think? I think one of the best remakes in most recent history is uh, the Evil Dead remake. Oh yeah, Evil Dead. Now, uh, what's his name? Uh, that makes it. Uh, I forgot. His, I forgot the actor's name, or not the actor's name, <laughs> the director's name. Um, yeah, I can't name. remember his name, name either. I think he's he's uh, he's nah, he's supposed to be doing something new too, but no, no, you're right about that. I thought you know because I that's my all time favorite horror movies, the original Evil Dead Fidi movie, Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi doing a you know a a super super low budget and just making it work, and you know it's cheesy, it's campy, but at the same time he fucking yeah. made it work. When it came to that remake, that means no I mean, when, when people were talking know. about the gore, the gore, like you know in in multiverse of madness i'm like just watch the fucking <laughs> watch evil i mean dead. you haven't seen yeah dude the the, the, the remake of evil dead I, I there's there's moments in that movie where i was like going oh fuck i'm like there, i watched that movie oof. in theaters and there was people like gasping at certain oh, points yeah. and like being like oh my dude, god she like, has uh, to like cut her off <laughs> fidi alvarez yeah. and for oh. no reason there you go fidi yeah there you go yeah dude the yeah, guy that was like the, the dude the white dude with the with the glasses and the long hair getting yeah. just just getting just like he was like a pin cushion the whole movie yeah just kidding. <laughs> dude <laughs> i mean it was yeah that but, I, I mean i mean like, like there's certain certain movies out there that sort of uh they kind of transcend time where like there's certain movies that just stand oh, like, for me army of darkness when i first saw that in the theater i was so blown away by how unique the movie was i was just like dude this is like a once yeah. in a lifetime a story this wild comes out and it works and on screen 
Yeah, I was like, this is so. I remember thinking, I was like, this is. I've never seen it like this, and I love it. It's so badass. Yeah, and then and then watching Multiverse of Madness, I was like, going, oh man, that reminds me of Army of Darkness. That reminds me. Of Army. I mean, yeah. like you, it's like that. That's that's what was so great about Multiverse of Madness it was like you actually can feel that a director, a certain yes. director, made yeah. that movie. You know, it, it, wasn't it, it, it very much shit. had a '90s feel to it, which yeah, I it really enjoyed and. And I, I think Phil brought this up on the Four Nerds when, uh, when, when Wanda is chasing them and and, and they're oh, going yeah. through those doors and she's breaking them down, breaking them down, and all of a sudden they just stop and they're just staring. Yeah, and she, she kind of comes, comes out like, Dah! I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it was badass. Yeah. I was like, it's awesome. It was like, oh, it, was yeah. like to, it was like throwing you off. Like, oh, you expect her to like break through the door, but no, she's just gonna come from the side. Yeah, right here, <laughs> little little <Yeah>. jump. <laughs> just just step out. You're like, oh. That's yeah, because it, like, yeah, it was it reminded me of like the Evil Dead with like the banging yeah. on the the banging on the on the door thing, and then yeah, just uh, all the shots and I mean and the way that that film the way that see that's what I think we were talking about this uh, when were we talking about this maybe on the last Walker stream I don't know but um uh, I was talking about this with somebody where um you know the way that uh, Multiverse of Madness ends initially where you know Steven's just walking hey everything's good and then all of a sudden ah 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 it just cuts out after you see the oh yeah eye. that that and was then, and that was like that's that's how Sam Raimi ends his shit watch all the evil deads and shit yeah. he ends with a smash cut to just credits but then all mm -hmm. of a sudden you have to have the mid credit scene it's like oh. <laughs> and they kind but, of but, but so I'm kind of wondering out. I'm like I, this is what I think happened when it came to Sam Raimi coming in it was like Sam Raimi before signing his contract was like you have I will play ball with what you guys need to do to further this whole thing but you have to let me do what I want to do within that all was, that. That credit scene was definitely part of the reshoots. Oh, yeah. yeah totally. Was. Was. It, it, totally it, was. In. it was just kind of like, wait, it what? Did. Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I mean, it's nice to see Charlie's oh, thing. She's gorgeous oh. and whatever the fuck, you know. But at the same like, time, I'm like, this does not. Ugh, I don't like, like if you it. don't if you don't know who that character is, why should you yeah. give a fuck? Like, exactly. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, the whole scene itself felt kind of, like, shoehorned in, kind of like, oh, by the way, this is where the MCU is going next. Are you yeah. I mean, Char like, hey, Charlize Theron. Charlize it, Theron. It, it, almost, yeah. it, it, it was you, so out of left field. When you yeah. see the very last scene of Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness, and then you see that mid-credit sequence, it's almost, I don't want to say contradictory, but that's really yes. the only word that kind it of really comes is. to mind. Yeah, it's because, really like, is. you know, really, at the yeah, end of the movie, he succumbs in the third eye, and he freaks out on the street corner, but then literally that mid-credit scene happens, and he... You know, he sees Charlie's as Clea, and then he's the third eye opens. You're just like, yeah, you're like, fuck, does that yeah. happen? And then they go exactly. jumping in the portal, like, yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, and, what and, in the hell? When it when it ended like that, I was like, and me and my brother's like, whoa, that was it. I was like, dude, that was like, that's how Ramy ends his shit. I was like, that's how Ramy ends his movies. And then yeah, and then when it, yeah, I was just really disappointed. I actually loved the, the way he ended it on that with first the Bruce. Ending. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you see the third eye. He's like, ah. Yeah, ends. I was like, oh, that was badass. I loved it. No, then you got the Bruce Campbell scene yeah, at the very end, which at least made we sense. had that saving grace at the end. Yeah, that, that made it worth it. <laughs> See, people I, were I, mad I, about I, that too. <laughs> they were. Yeah, like we're set through this for the for a joke. It's it's come on. <laughs> what do you expect that's going to happen after the credits? The the the, yeah. the pivotal scene is always the mid credit scene. That's what well, continues. Because you know, Scooper said Deadpool was going to show up. Anyway. And, uh, oh, there we go. Wolverine. Magneto was going to show up too. Yeah, Magneto. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I even talked about Deadpool. that. Apparently, I mean, 
I mean, who knows how much of that was legit? I mean, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know, if you were just walking in this thing for in that, for a bunch of cameos, well, that's I mean, on you. I mean, Seth Cooper had an article saying Tom Cruise oh, is God. in Superior Iron Man. Yeah. Superior Iron Man. Like, what, it wasn't Cooper like was that Andre? It, uh, I wonder I'm, how I'm much gonna waste my breath on that was out. <laughs> but but the thing is, is that there the, were a like, few like, their headlines said. Said oh, yeah, that, like man. he was in the movie. It wasn't like could possibly or might be. It was like he's in it. And I was like, dude, that's bullshit. If like, it was right? in it, he would have been dude, in it. Dude, we've been no we've been talking could. about this on the foreigners for a while. Like, even I said there's no fucking way he's in the movie because he was shooting dead reckoning back to back <laughs> when Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness was happening. And some people were just like, Oh no, he's for sure in the fucking movie. And it, you watch the movie and you're like, Yeah, he wasn't in it. Oh, yeah. but, you, but you don't hear anything about that. You don't hear no. anyone say, "Hey, oh, uh, you know that oh, was wrong." Retract, or, or, retract, retract or, the story. Or it, admitting, oh. like, "Oh yeah, you know I, that was wrong." I don't know. And yeah, we were talking about that earlier before you came on. How? Yeah, it's hard for some of these people to admit when they're because well, some wrong. of these guys like the uh, the whole thing about the the villain in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, oh, Namor. Yeah, but but they said it was uh, said Scooper said it was going to be uh, Doctor Doom. No, well, Doctor Doom, but it was another one like uh, White Tiger, or what was it? Um, it was another character, but now that article doesn't exist. Of course, it's been taken down. Mm. Hmm. Well, at least they took it down, you know. But still, I know, I know. That's uh, yeah, the scooping game is a uh, it's a very weird and for, sleepy for a group that pushes like you know uh, the whole receipt. <laughs> I, I, I guess you shredded that receipt. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go. Carry on. Carry on. No, when you bring the receipts out, they turn into Stevie Wonder all of a sudden. Yeah. They, right. can't see, they can't see it. Just doing all that fucking Sandra Bullock and Bird Box. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No, no. That's what that that is what happens. I mean, I've heard that. I know. I hate it when people say that too. When they say like, oh, I got receipts. I've heard that from people saying that about me. I'm like, what the fuck receipts do you have? I, I don't know what the hell you're even talking about. I'm like, I have receipts for things I want to return. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's it. I don't care if, if it's something that I'm going to keep. I don't keep it. I throw it away. Yeah, if it's something my, I'm not sure my, about, then I have a receipt because I want to return it because it's probably favorite, not going to um, hold up. My favorite receipt of, of you, Dave, is when they try to be like, well, that you gave a positive review to uh, you know, Justice League. Oh, yeah. That. They always... Post and, that, then, yeah. and then some of these guys have have the same shit. Some of these guys, oh yeah, post, posted on Vero that, and, they, I, and, and they don't they won't admit it. I'll admit that I was like I was trying to be as optimistic as fuck. I was like, all right, guys, but then but then you go three days later. I like then I all of a sudden you watch that video. I start unleashing, and I even coined Zack Snyder's Justice League in like a video I did like three or five days later, where I was like, does that feel like Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, that was not Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I was like, you know, no, no, I think, I think all of no us. I think all of us were like that, and then you know, oh, yeah. then, then later that night we woke up in a cold sweat and we're like, "Yeah, oh, we something's all, definitely bleeding." We yeah, all, it, it, it was uh, it was very <laughs> yeah. jarring uh, to see the movie, and I remember thinking, "I was like, well, it wasn't bad." Yeah, <laughs> you wanted, we all wanted it to be something good, and I mean, I I mean, I, you know, as much as we, possible, and but it just I think it was more know. like we. We were happy seeing like the Justice League on the screen together. True that. You know? that too. No yeah. matter what it was, it was I like, mean, it's wow. the same cast, so yeah. yeah, it's the same cast. But the promotion for that coming about three or four months before when they started to send us the promotional stuff for that, 
they were sending us a bunch of stuff without Superman on it. Right. And that mm-hmm. was, and then we start, you know, when we email them back, like, what's going on? And then that's when you knew that there was pretty much other stuff started to come on as pretty far much. as changes and stuff. <laughs> and it got like, you know, no, my favorite <laughs> receipt of Dave, there's two of them, uh-huh. uh, two other ones. One was the, uh, Dave doesn't want Justice League uh, two. He wants it in a comic. Oh yeah, like, that, that what? Yeah. And then they ran with it. It was like, wait, I don't understand. What are we doing here? Like, well, no, it, you know what's funny about that is like there was like a there was like a, a, a there was tweets that were going out that said like, what's your most controversial tweet? Or, oh yeah, uh, take, yes, take about a certain thing. So then it said, what's your most controversial take about the Snyderverse or something like that? And I said, like, I would be okay if the sequels were in graphic novel form. And then (laughs) all they did was prove my point. All they did was prove my point is, yes, that was a very controversial take. And you guys just proved that because you fucking dogpiled the shit out of my tweets. (laughs) We're saying that I wanted I wanted it. And I'm like, no, I said I'd be okay with it. That's and but you guys are making it seem like I'm campaigning for it. Yeah, that was they they, they totally they're like, proved they're the like point. oh yeah, we'll take this ratio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, you the guy the guy who messages Zach on one of his posts saying please don't put Dave Pena and other people like him in your movies like I was like, I was oh, reading yeah, it. I was that. like, are you joking right now? Like, was that like on a Vero post or something like that? Yeah. yeah. No, they thought, I don't know. Somehow they thought Dave was going to cameo in Rebel Moon and they got pissed. <laughs> yeah. You know what? At least you're not walking up to his front gate acting like you're somebody. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, at least you're not a stalker. Yeah, ooh, ooh, that? yeah I, saw uh, that. I saw that one too. And I was like, ooh, ooh. ooh. I had a good chuckle at that. Yeah, oh, we all had a good really? on that. Dude, because, let's, because not forget how we, let's not hmm. forget how you actually went to the WB Studios and went inside there with, like, all these packages. And I, they're probably looking at him like, who the hell is this guy? Who's this? Is there, is there a bomb in this, in this box? <laughs> what exactly uh, is in that? Oh, oh man. Uh, background actor, William. You know, nobody. <laughs> I didn't even. I, I missed him in the background, actually, because I guess they cut him out. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Well, it's it's the same individual who was like, "Oh, I didn't get, you know, he he was back in the hole. Us not invited, yeah." And then he got an invite to the, oh, the, the, the screening. God. He's like, "Well, oh, didn't expect God. to get this." And then all of a sudden, he just like, "Shut up!" Which I'll, I'll say this: I I, ne- I never, you know, was like trying to like say. It. Eric and I, we we worked with this gentleman on Project Comic Con. Oh uh, yes, and, yeah. and, and, and to my knowledge, I. I um, don't let me speak for you totally, Eric, but like I don't think either of us got a invite to see this this uh digital screening of Zack Snyder's Justice League early. And I know I didn't I would have liked it, but I didn't complain about it. So yeah. uh well, and, you know we were we were both we were both, you know, heavily involved in Project Comic Con twenty nineteen. So uh and this other gentleman was too he was not present uh for the comedy was part of the organization and planning and, and stuff like that. So uh and also this was like this at, at that time that was before he kind of like went, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just into the clouds. <laughs> I just I can't have any respect for a grown ass man that throws a tantrum like a little kid online because he didn't get yeah. something, yep. and then he ends up getting it, and it's like, 
And he's like, we're just gonna forget that how you were acting before. You shouldn't have gotten that yeah. in the first place. Dude, the guy, he's he's got, he's got some serious serious issues. I've had many uh, private conversations with him, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, it's a literally like a what the fuck kind of thing. I mean, I've like paragraphs, paragraphs of stuff been sent uh, to me from this oh interview. Oh my god. Yeah, and it's just like, what the wow. fuck, dude? And like, it's just, it's very much one of those kind of things, and and like trying to just like like confide. I don't know what it was. It was just, it just got to a point where I'm like, dude, you don't need to be telling me all of that. You don't, you're telling me your life story right here, and I don't care. I'm, I'm, I don't care. You're, you're <laughs> fucking, you've been a dick to me, like in public, and now you're trying to do this in private. What the fuck? I mean, it's, it's really crazy how like some of these guys will just puff up the chest in public. DMs, totally different person, you know, and it's not many people, but there's been some people in uh, this whole thing where it's like, I'm not going to name names, but it's just like, you are a different person, not in public. What the fuck? Because yeah, there's, there's a few people come to mind with that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. He comes, because yeah. this, that particular, he comes across very cordial, you know, yeah. and a tone, his tone of voice when you hear I him met him in person. Yeah. He comes across very gentlemanly, but then like, yeah, obviously he pulls these other shenanigans. No, that's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's too much sometimes. It's like you just you're not making Snyder fans look good. You're not making Zach look good. Um, well, not Zach look like making look, but it's like it looks bad when it comes to like, um, <laughs> yeah. like are you even a Snyder fan? Because all you're doing is mm -hmm. like getting Zach talk shit about like like mm -hmm. what are you doing here? These people with their hot takes and their comparing other movies to and shitting on one movie to bring up another movie it's like i don't i don't get it i don't either it's all it's wild. crazy it's all crazy but i think we should wrap it up on that yeah. one right <laughs> yeah on that note yeah on that note there it is yeah jacob fell asleep like that's all folks so. i do not <laughs> murder she wrote that's all folks that's all she wrote so uh we'll go around the horn if you guys got something to promote uh let's freaking do it eric go first all right. Well, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, at Hardboiled Films. You can follow me on on um, YouTube at Hardboiled Entertainment, and you can especially follow at um, G at JL Motion Comic. You can follow the big project. And by the way, uh, it's interesting that um, Dave that you had uh, Aaron Bailey on, you know, with his excellent art for the uh, for Batman vs Deathstroke, because. Uh, Okay. What? <laughs> All right. All right. Thumbs up. I mean, apparently, maybe he's going to be involved with some more stuff. That's good. You should. That's <clears throat> a good dude. Philip. Well, it's always a blast catching up with you and everyone else on the panel, Dave. Thank you again for hosting an amazing one per usual. Um, you guys can follow me, Twitter, Vero, Instagram, and TikTok just at unfiltered you can also listen to my podcast superhero stress as well as the eternal light you can also catch me with andre on the four nerds every thursday here and there um but yeah that, that's kind of the just you can also catch me on the acs universe every friday from time to time as well so there it is all right mr andre yeah you can find me at the nicotina show on on youtube and also on twitter vero instagram uh i, do, I don't do tiktok at least not yet. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's you. Uh, check out uh, check out Project Justice League. Uh, we just dropped a, a teaser for part two. We're working really hard on part two and making it so uh, as grand as possible. Um, really, I, I, I shouldn't be saying this, but 
I'm I'm putting a lot into the uh, the nightmare scene because that's what that's the one thing everybody wants the most. Of course. So so that one's gonna be we're trying to really really develop that that shot the, that whole scene so it's much bigger and uh, yeah it's gonna be a lot awesome. of fun so definitely check that out. I nice. like it. All right, Mr. Champagne Pepe. Yeah, that's my uh, <laughs> that's my Twitter handle. If you guys want to follow me uh, on Twitter, you can always catch me on the streams as well. You know, being the best mod on YouTube. Yeah, of course, I'm right. Um, you know, not banning people for saying flush, uh, <laughs> but um, like other mods. No, I'm, just <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody watching and everybody on the panel. You guys are awesome. Thanks for uh, for doing this, Dave. Always. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and we got Mr. Tenuche's bitch. Sleepy bitch. Anything to promote? Watch X. There you go. Watch X. Really good. Really good. Right. And then, Carrie, you have anything to promote or anything? Just on Twitter, KM Vanderberg, where I am defending the MCU from bad takes. There you go. Uh oh. Somebody's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. All right, William. Defend him from some bad movie making too. I, no, I'm oh, 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 here it comes! Here it comes! That's a bad take. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you can Google the Sci-Fi Center and find me on pretty much any um, social media platform. You can find me every Friday, six thirty p.m. on uh, Point Extra Lounge for the Sci-Fi Center live, and then every Monday at two o'clock um, for a Sci-Fi Center presents, where we go in depth within certain storylines, franchises, certain things like that. Cool. All right, guys. Um, make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that stuff. Do everything. Wait, Dave. You, you got to pull this what? up. What is this? I just saw this it. From, right oh my from, lord, uh, Mr. Fear <laughs> Jason. I, just, I literally just saw it right now. Fear Jason. Fear Jason's good with the uh, with the with the He's face. He's a swap. Photoshop god, man. He did yeah, beat the god butcher. Really good so job. Happy. Yeah, look at that. That's me as Rooster family right there. <laughs> I am. You can pull, hey, you can pull it off, Dave. You get the. Gold I, you know what? I do it, shave, man. I just gotta shave the rest. I just gotta shave, you know, the rest of it. I gotta leave the stash. Maybe that'll work. Yeah, I like that. that. <laughs> Even the hair too. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the, and the you look more like Bob though. The glasses, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's pretty that's, good. That's, and that's Andre there. behind you right there on Yeah, the that's me right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Photo Bob. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh all right, guys. Well, uh appreciate it, you know. Thank you to the uh, the Patreon family right here for, of course, you know, supporting the channel and doing all that stuff and uh, liking how it's growing, liking how, uh, you know, where stuff is headed and hopefully it can head to uh, bigger and better things. We're all doing some good stuff here. And, uh, yeah, smash that like, thumbs up, do all that, and uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow for Film Junkie Live. And, you know, even though it's a holiday, I'm still going to do that shit. So why the fuck not? All right, guys, love you. Right. Talk to you later.